You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 47. Guard has just uh, just expressed saying uh, documents, and then uh, as he speaks slower, he says documents as he points to his hand emphatically. Entry is forbidden without documents. Outsiders must be processed. The other officers seem to be a mixture of amused with your lack of understanding and wary of your obvious powerful ability. They seem particularly interested in Ren, who gives off the greatest degree of raw arcane affinity. One stoops down to examine him more closely. You are a gnome, yes? To this, friend's fiery cloak glows a little bit more and says, uh, you have a problem with gnomes? He, uh, he looks back to, uh, to his comrades and says something in a language you don't recognize, but you, the language that you've heard enough around High Amaskar to know that, uh, that is the, the language of the Amaskari. And uh, they all laugh. Uh-oh. Uh, the head guard looks at Ren <coughs> unamused. And then the guard the speaking guard. to you stops smiling. The head guard in the back says, You must be processed. Do you have a sponsor? Ren says, what? Define processed. Ren is not amused by them laughing at him. In fact, it pisses him off. We do want to enter the city. Though. Yes, I know we do. They just said, no weapons or rituals without sponsor. You are outsiders, and that is our way. Sponsor? What's... Is, a, is Keeper with us? What is this? No. Keeper, Keeper is with us. What do you mean by sponsor? Keeper, yeah, Keeper is with us. He says, uh, sponsor. Uh, mm, and he seems to be yeah, searching for the talk. word, and he says, he says, a person, uh, responsibility. Uh, it is clear that common is uh, not their natural tongue. Leans over to Keeper and says, "How do we? Um, do, you, do you have a sponsor?" Keeper. Keeper. Uh, Keeper just kind of whispers to you. He says, uh, "He says without a sponsor, they will uh, they will render your weapons useless." For your... Do you have one? Uh, he says. He says no, and then in a very very hushed voice, he says. He says, Stoila wanted to sneak in so that she could keep her weapons. I did not think it was a good idea. And then, uh, pausing a second, and he goes, and I think I've been validated. Well, rituals where and do no you, weapons. Where do, you, huh? well, where do you get a sponsor? Maybe, yeah. maybe we could just get one. Right, says, yeah, the guard says, the not my problem. Reason for coming. Is Clefin with us? No. No, he's back with it. Uh, Reason for coming. Um... We have one of our comrades just fell yes. in battle, and we need a safe place to take care of him. Yeah, one of the guards kind of looks around and sees the stretcher that you guys uh, fashioned for Daemon's body, with the uh, unseen servants are carrying the yes. carrying the stretcher as it floats behind, and they look. I see a medical aid, and they see them scrawling something down on a piece of parchment. How long stay? 
Yeah. Uh, is this like permanent? If we decide we end up having to stay longer, can we come can we back out here and change your mind? He says yes. At the end of authorized duration, come back, apply for longer stay. Uh, a week may a not week. be approved. A week. week, okay? They write it down and say acceptable. All right. So sponsorship. Yeah. And then they, uh, you see, the guard is not the head guard is writing it down. Someone else is. And he says, a reclamist or isolationist? Afraid to know what that means. Explain. Is it a politics? Never mind. Right hand? Yes. We all have right hands. And he puts out his hand and says, right hand? Brennis uh, puts out his right hand. Yeah, he's right. uh, He waits to see what happens. Yeah. The guard holds out his hand, hovering over Brennis's, and as he moves his fingers, you feel warmth. <laughs> Uh, explode out of your veins with a painful burning sensation. Ouch. The skin <laughs> the skin appears undamaged, but there is now a clear ring of markings which glow faintly. It appears to be in the native Amaskari language. This peculiar magic also seems to have turned your weapons insubstantial. As looking at uh, looking at Brandis, you see his weapons, you know, just you kind of a, a ghostly outline. The the Shaft of who of Ushahi is uh, just you know translucent, wow. kind of trans <clears throat> yeah translucent and um, finds that you know as you kind You've of touch it, your hand just moves through it. Brent's Though they do remain in your possession and appear, uh, yeah, there's a translucent purplish shadow of once they uh, what they once were. Brandis, upon and seeing he, this, you go ahead. Instantly says, "It didn't quite work. I still, I still have these." <laughs> <laughs> what does the? They're like, all right, shop. The uh, <laughs> all of uh, a bunch of the guards just laugh, except for the head guard. And they go, oh. yes. okay, uh, well, and then get so serious. Again. Can we get our weapons? Right hands. Can we get our weapons back if we get a sponsor? He says, sponsor will allow you to carry weapons. Yes, responsible for you. How do we find a sponsor? Uh, can I not spo- my problem. Can I sponsor the group? I says, think it has to be an Amaskari. Is, the dwarf is the smart one. Oh dear! Oh, wow. Now we're really in trouble. Well, this is ideal. We're not actually handing our weapons over. Uh, he All asked right, a fine. question. He says, "But yeah. one of the reasons we came in was to uh, help our friend. That may require some rituals. Are you saying this will make it so we can't use them?" Correct. Rituals illegal from outsiders inside town without a sponsor. You can uh, seek assistance from our own. Plenty of more powerful magic users than you all. Jeez. Coleman, <laughs> Coleman's getting frustrated, and you see his kind of brow furrow a little bit, furrow a little bit, and he just walks forward and puts his hand out to the guy. Yeah, Aurora does as well. She kind of looks at no, Hugh like, come on, Hugh. The process is repeated over Damon's hand and Aurora's hand. Uh, that's the that's same. Col- that's Colbert. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I borrow a D20? That's going to take, that's gonna take a, a little bit. I, I, over, I, I would Col- hope so. Coleman's hand... And Aurora's hand, as you feel the same burning sensation, and then your weapons uh, changing into the ghostly purple. You also find that any offensive, uh, you know, any offensive capabilities of other um, magic items that you have are similarly kind of just muted and uh, rendered useless. Um, what do they do with them? Wait, so he can cast all his spells? All his crazy destructive spells are fine? He doesn't have his um, implements to use with them, but oh, that's true. Hard to say. Ren He says trivial spells are of course okay Can't live life without them 
Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. <clears throat> really? What's he doing? Ren rolls a 47 intimidate. Nice. Oh, crap. And says, <clears throat> I will not go without my daggers. You don't have to worry about me. It is you that I would worry about if you just, if you try to take these from me. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, the guards take a step back and you see their weapons being drawn and then seeing up on the walls uh, flanking Easy. the entrance, Easy. you see several guards step forward uh, wielding uh, wands and stabs and rods as they look over towards Ren and uh, the head guard says... <laughs> We do not have to take your weapons. You do not have to enter the city. Hugh says, is there any restrictions upon leaving once we've entered? Says, no, as long as you do not commit a crime. When we leave the gates, do our weapons automatically come back, or do we have to come back to you to have, the, to have them resubstantiated? He says, automatic if you cross the threshold down the way, where the Great Barrier once was. Great barrier. Ren looks at the head guard right in the eye, which is hard. He says, feel free to test. Ren uh, looks at the head guard right in the eye, which is hard because he's so much shorter. And he glares at him uh, with the same intensity and says, fine, I don't need my daggers to take all of you out. And puts them away and holds out his hand. Uh, He hesitates a second before before putting his hands forward and he says, he says, I am inclined to perhaps agree that you are partially correct. And then he puts his hand over and uh, zaps him. The performs the same fine. operation. Uh, before Hugh puts his hand out, he says, Is there anywhere in town where we could perhaps uh, get a guide? We're unfamiliar with your laws and customs. We wouldn't want to break any rules unknowingly. Uh, one of the guards smiles and he says, He says, Wise man. He says, yes, of course. He says, um, come on inside, uh, closest building. Can get some information. Thank you. And he holds like, out his hand. Red hates it. And then he performs the same operation. Burns. Burns. magic files. Yeah, well, they're being dicks to this magic file. <clears throat> Everyone is magic a dick to Ren in his mind. Yeah. Well, they just commented that you're... Well, it made him feel a little bit better that they acknowledged the fact that he could kick their asses without weapons. But the but fact that they're still rules. being douches. Well, maybe it'll get Ren better. Ren will abide. Maybe. And the Renabides. The Renabides. The Renabides. Entering the main quarter of the city brings a feeling of deja vu, as much of the design and feel of this place mirrors that of High Mascar's Skyclave. There's a lot more slaves. Beautiful doorways shrouded in arcane conjured fabric shimmer with iridescent glows, fluttering in and out of walkways covered in branching lattice which creates a semi-covered walkway stretching and curving around the many shops and buildings occupying this main thoroughfare. Numerous strange flowers weave their way through the arches and lattice, pulsing with strange purple and white as people pass by them. Standing in the entrance has garnered you more than a little interest. A few small Amaskari children have been dragged away by exasperated mothers. A few bands of young men stop and stare before being run off by a few older-looking men who look at you coldly. It isn't long, however, before the excitement you've drawn is overshadowed by shouts and cries in front of a food vendor. Four men appear to be circling each other, two of whom brandish ornate curved white daggers bristling with magical energy. 
They both wear some sort of embroidered white sashes tied at the hip with a silver medallion dangling from it. The other two wield what appear to be modified gauntlets which feature two foot-long curved black fangs thrusting from each wrist joint, uh, wearing gray coats with a, black sword, with a black sword painted across the back. They appear to be shouting insults at each other in their native language, each trying to goad the other into making the first strike. Or a cycle or I was just, uh, watching. Ren yells out into the crowd, My money's on the big one! It isn't long before the shouting boils over into full-on attacks, spells flying from the weaponry. Both pairs seem well prepared for a fight. When the Mascari wielding white dagger spots you, his eyes narrow. More trash from the Overland, he shouts in common, though not at you. The Reclamists would have us all wallowing in their filth. At this, the Reclamists cast a glance at your way and smile. They aren't ours. Your kind are such cowards to quake in your coats at the sight of an Anon Mascari. May the reign of Emperor Soldin see your foolish notions undone for eternity. Blasphemy, the other cries. Tervis is our only salvation, or would you see High Mascar's fate visited upon our own people? Isolationist propaganda and your fears of an ancient era. These people have obviously come to witness our mighty resurgence, not your quivering knees. What were those two names, leaders' names again? There was a... Soldan. Enough! Okay. The man with white daggers leaps upon the man whose white coat has a black sword painted on its back. With a sudden cry, his blade carves into the shoulder of the man, staining his coat red and causing magical energy to cackle into the wound, uh, causing it to sizzle and pop. His companion is quick to react and stabs clean through the gut of the man flanking him, his dagger too slow to parry the thrust. The wound immediately begins to tear wider of its own accord as the two parties scream final obscenities at each other before making retreats to opposite sides of the cities. city. The people around you seem to have a mixed reaction to the display. Some obviously seem more sympathetic to one side or the other, while some have little or no reaction at all aside from concern or fear. A few more wizened-looking mages observe you with various degrees of mistrust and pity. This appears that these sorts of fights are not an unusual occurrence. Ooh. Aurora um, walks up to the first person she sees, whoever that is, and uh, says, what was that all about? Hoping to draw some information. Shit! Um, solid one. Solid one, but she's still got a 22, so 23, uh, no, a... 23 diplomacy. 23 diplomacy. It's not bad. To get some information about this. The first person... Aurora talks to just says outside of trash and then, and then just turns his back and walks away uh, crap Hugh tries to recall the direction of where that building was that the guard said he could get some information right there actually no it's not uh, he says maybe we should go there first and get a guide or something so we don't walk on the wrong side of the street in our prison for life but maybe asking someone what that was all about is a prisonable offense. <laughs> maybe being What's a dwarf. That about? Maybe being Door in the brig. Maybe being a dwarf is a prisonable offense here. Who knows? Fine. That's why the guards were chuckling. This will be funny. Ren immediately turns around and starts making his way over to that building. Alright, let's go. He's got a dead companion. And a headache from a blow to the back of the head. He yeah, you can just have a stretcher with, you know... He is not wanting to mess around. Fine, let's go. 
Who's carrying the stretcher besides Coleman? I think the unseen servants yeah, are carrying the unseen servants are carrying, servants are carrying oh, right. the whole thing. Never mind. It's just floating behind you. Hey, you got your one out of the way, dice. I think it was uh, Sam that had idea, that idea last week. Wait about, wait a minute, Unseen it's, Servants. Yeah, it makes a lot We're of like, sense. like, Ren would do that. I don't know, I was going to carry it. Someone else came Ren would have cut off his hand and carried his hand around. Yeah. Oh, right. You only need a part. <laughs> In fact, I've been wanting to break off one of his crystals and do it from that. For a long time. For a if he's alone with the body for any extended period of time, he probably will. So we get to this place, right? Yeah. Inside, uh, it's just a quiet, uh, small little... Uh, Small little building, but you notice that just everywhere you go in this town, having only even walked, you know, two hundred feet, uh, everywhere, everywhere is just bristling with magical energy. Uh, you see, even the doorway that you walked through definitely pulsed with some sort of uh, some sort of magic. You're not even sure exactly what it was doing. Some, a lot of it seems like it's just decoration. And then the person there. <coughs> And then the uh, the person there, others, you know, behind a counter, says, uh, "Yes, how can I help?" Ren says to him, uh, "We need to bring this guy back. We need eh? we need somewhere safe and out of the way and quiet to stay for a bit." And gets that doesn't a... sound suspicious at all. Where no one will disturb he's, us. He's dead. No he's what they he's hear. being totally honest, and that's a. 26 diplomacy. Gotcha. No need to roll unless I prompt for it. A lot of it's just kind of automatic okay. success. Right. Um, but the person says, uh, yes, I can give you an overview of the town. And then as he just waves his hand, you see a piece of parchment just form out of midair and uh, ink starts pouring into the parchment. Ren's not a huge fan of a lot of the people in this town, but the town itself and all of the magic in it are just beckoning to him and he wants to just go wander the streets even though they're jerks and check the place out. Kind of looks like a beetle almost. Okay. And where, where are we? Uh, You're right? You are here in the bottom. Like right in the entrance. Here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, uh, he explains, he says, uh, up in this area, gesturing to area three on the map there, says... Says uh, this is the uh, largest uh, residential area. There are some taverns uh, and inns sprinkled about. Probably your best bet. He gestures to the east side of the map and says, uh, what, "What's the number over on the east side there? What's number five? Number five is right here. I need to put that picture up on the uh, screen so I can see it as well." <laughs> Coben speaks yeah, up. Asking the man, uh, what gods are worshipped in this city? He says, the area on the east, as he points to uh, area five on the map, he says, he says, this is the isolationist housing. You should not go there unless you have some sort of, uh, some sort of contact there that can vouch for you. He says, uh, it would be unlikely that anyone there would. And then pointing to the other side, uh, he says... He says, everybody uh, living over here, and he points in the 14, he says, uh, the reclamists support this area. You may have more luck, but still a lot of mistrust. He says, probably safe to stick to the center area while you take care of whatever business you are here in town for. Mm-hmm. Says, what are they? What are they? What's the disagreement between them? 
He says, are you not aware of recent events? Brian says, I'm aware of many events, but feel like I've skipped something. He says, what is your business here in town? Our friend is dead. We wish to see what we can do about this. (laughs) Yes, we were ambushed by a mind flayer. Don't worry, we killed him. He says, I only asked because I don't want He says, you killed the mind flayer. Oh, yeah. He says, a good story, I'm sure. And then he says, you can get the assistance you will need for your friend in the markets. And gestures to area two there. He says, it is just down the road. Ren says to him, you seem to know a lot about this place. Would you be interested in some part-time work as a guide? That worked pretty well in Skyclave. He says, uh, he says, I could assign someone to you. I will stay here, but there are many that know their way around, and for some coin, would be happy to help. That would be excellent. Uh, he says, then summon your best. Uh, you see him just sort of wave his hand. He says, it'll be outside. Huh. Uh, so Colbin asks about uh, the gods that are worshipped. Uh, oh, right. He says... Churches? Mm, temples? Not here. Oh. He says, Nothing? some small ones here and there, he says, but uh, mostly uh, not any large organization. Ren says, I get the feeling this place may worship the science of the arcane. <laughs> Godless. Well, maybe churchless. No place has got this. Awesome. <laughs> Alright. Um, excellent. Uh, let's go outside cool. and be our guide. Are there any... out over the map. I don't know. Yes, you guy, is this place... <laughs> We're unfamiliar with your customs in general. Are there any... Serious laws that we might break? Other than the... Don't kill anyone and generally be a nice person. Yeah. Any weird things? He says, that is a good idea. You would do best to watch your attitude around here in town. Many will not like your presence here. Mm. And many of them would not be hesitant to draw a weapon on you. Is there anything we could do to maybe ease Not many would testify against the outsiders being murdered. Great. Brennan says, why are outsiders unwelcome? He says, there are many that would like to see us return to the old time, when the Great Seal was up. They say they believe that it worked for thousands of years and that it should continue to function that way. He says, they are very distrustful of outsiders. Hmm. <clears throat> and what about the other group, these the Reclamists disagree with uh, Empress... The Empress. The Empress, the former Empress's decision to expand the Amaskari people to the surface. They would seek to reclaim the palace of the Purple Emperor uh, and return to the... and somewhat return to the even older days of the time before the isolation. History check? Does anyone know what that is? Sure. It's pretty common knowledge, even Dan Lobson. I know we knew about some it. about it, of what happened and why they were isolated and all that stuff. I just forget a point on that. Yes, uh, um, you do know what 
much of the history of the Mascara people that you have picked up uh, in your time in High Mascara and some of your kind of research into Deep Mascara before heading down. Uh, you know that the Mascara empire that that everyone, that, you know, many in the land know from thousands of years past was a feared empire. They were there were few that wouldn't call them uh, an evil emperor, uh, an evil empire. In time past, they had summoned. Uh, people from other planes to serve as their slaves. They created some of the horrors. Uh, the Helmed Horror, that's Like right. the Helmed Horror and uh, and many other horrors that still walk uh, Faerun to, yeah. this, uh, to this day were created by uh, the Amaskari people of old. And um, they were so hungry for arcane knowledge and for arcane power that they, uh, you know, continued to do everything, created some of mm. the world's most dangerous artifacts and uh, just out of control until finally their greed caught up with them when their slaves with the power of the uh, gods of the slave races uh, assisted in crushing crushing the Amaskari Empire some of which fled deep down into the Underdark and the uh, grand artificer of the time had sealed off the city creating a great barrier making them completely isolated down here in Deep Mascar, and not until the spell plague, so as the blue flame ripped through the Underdark as it did the surface world, brought down the Great Barrier. And so it's only been 200 years uh, since the spell plague. It's only been 200 years since this uh, civilization of people have been exposed to the outside world after thousands of years of isolation. Hence the terrible comet. Yeah. I guess. Mm, yeah. Common is fairly uncommon. Ren asks What happened Ren asks What has happened to the portal Between here and High Mascar We heard He says That is not information I would know to give That is to say He doesn't know or he doesn't want to tell us He says it is not your business Well Maybe it will become our business at some point uh, okay. Anything else we should know? Do's and do nots? He says, just watch yourselves. Be careful uh, who you talk to. Okay, Ren. Watch yourself. Don't fine. kill anyone. And then he looks and sees your weapons and he says, we have our although marks. that would be difficult. Right. He says, if asked for your documents, make sure that you show them. Our, he just did this oh. to our hands. Yeah, I don't know what this is. This our documents. documents yeah, he he says, yes, your documents. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Usually, we come. Documents are like a thing. Paper. This is a magical place. He says. He paper. says, you surface people, uh, so quaint. Oh, quaint. that, re- that reminded me. Uh, how do we get a sponsor to get our weapon use back? He says, well, anybody could be a sponsor. Can they be our sponsor? What does it say? No. <laughs> Please? He says, I do not know you. He says, a sponsor becomes legally responsible for any actions you take <laughs> in the town. He says, you would need someone who trusts you a great deal. Well, we for, trust For a me. land that is renowned for not liking outsiders, we are Ooh. creeping this guy out fast. <laughs> Tries very hard to convince him and gets a 40. 
All that we've asked, the reason we want this monster, we told him, is because we want the use of our weapons in the town. Just in case <laughs> to defend ourselves. We didn't say that. She's saying that right now with her diplomacy. Yeah, I'm going to school. I need more he says, bullets. I've always liked you dwarves. He says, he says, uh, he Maybe says, there to, uh, uh, you, it is an interesting proposal. He says, however, I do not know you. I do not know your friends. I do not know what you will do with your weapons. <laughs> He says, but I'm oh, sure. Full of tears. And then he thinks, and he thinks, if you, he says, if you find yourselves, um, you being useful to somebody, perhaps they could help you out. And then he thinks, he says, he says, checking with the different political parties, they are who carry most of the power here. Well, the isolationists are gonna hate us, though. Well, the reclamation. This would probably. I mean, we could. That would be sort of ironic, being. You know, friends of the isolationists. That would probably work. Give it a shot. It's like pro slavery black. All right, well, thank you. Kill a whole bunch of reclamists and be like. (laughs) And remember, who likes us now? Okay, well. I think the isolationists should be. See? They're a threat. All right, Ren's making his way out the door to go say hi to their new guy. He's so charming. So charming. You charm me out of him. You got some more information. Okay. Good job. Alright. What are you guys trying to do first here in town? Find uh, a place. Find a spot to put Damon. Where's Damon? That is your uh, first order of business here? Yes. Uh, yeah, find some place to hold they, up. They said that. Um, because without Damon, we're not quite home. bit. Area 2 had some shops that would would be. The market? Useful. Yeah. In that. The Arcana Market um, uh, Area 2. Is there a non-arcana market? Yes, uh, area one. The mundane market. Uh, mundane market. Uh, yeah, it gave you kind of a quick rundown of the general areas. Uh, the first area is a place where... Area one is a, is a market for more general goods. You know, it's where you go to buy your clothing and uh, mm. rope, ten-foot poles. Um, although, you know, pretty much everything spice. here Thanks. is magical as well. So, you know, there's magical. nothing truly I've mundane. It's a ten-foot pole that can reach eleven feet. Uh, it goes to eleven. And uh, however, heading to the heroic Arcana Market, you see that this market teems with vendors and shops with prominent displays of weaponry, armor, potions, and other magical items. One smaller section of the market seems to be the only area that sells non-Amaskari developed items. Everything else has the distinct flavor or Amaskar in its de- design and arcane imprint. <laughs> Uh, Hugh asks the guide that he says hi first, of course. Hello. Oh yes, yeah. There's a uh, there's a, a man outside who's who's with you, and he says, "I will answer your questions." And then he holds out his hand. Uh, What's your name? Who's got the bag? Goldman we we all hand. have like cash on us. Goldman yeah, everyone's got money. Yeah. Uh, what are the normal rates? He says, Mr. "You give me." Uh, uh, he says. You give me some coin, and it will uh, perhaps determine, determine uh, how much information I will give you. What does he do when Coleman tries to shake his hand? He shakes his hand. Okay. He just reaches out. Okay, shakes they, it. they do that around here. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Let's give him uh, gold. Sure. Start, start with the gold. Work away. He just looks at it, and then uh, and he says, "Let's see." Okay. Give him five. No, 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 Aurora. Aurora says, 
We'll start with that, see how much your information is worth to us. And then we'll talk about more gold. He just walks back inside. Ren looks at him. And you hear him say, waste of time. Ren looks at him. Do it, And Remember, don't think it's too bad. eyes turn red, and you start to feel a heat emanating from around you, and he says, I don't have time to barter. You see our friend here in this stretcher? You take us where we need to go, and you name your price. He says, give me a thousand gold. He says, I look around, I can see how much your shit is worth. That's really not bad, guys. I mean, uh, someone want to inside check him, see how much he'd go for? Yeah, how much would he really tolerate? Give it a shot. Uh, Or is he just effing with us? 32. You can tell tell that perhaps he would have asked for more, but uh, slightly slightly intimidated by uh, kind of Ren's demeanor has uh, appears to even be lowballing with this offer. Pay the man. Fine. Brandis takes out the money and says, we need medical aid immediately. As well as a place He's to no stay. He's nobody. He says, he says, follow me. There are many people in the markets that will, uh, that will assist in powerful, uh, powerful magical rituals. What should we yell when you're too far away? He hey, says, you? don't get too far away. And then he just starts <laughs> striding forward. Ask, awesome. what's your name? No, she... She's not tolerating this behavior. Don't let it happen. That's what you yeah, should. I kind of feel like we're tolerating the behavior. <laughs> no, what do I tell you when I need to get your attention? Like Don't we, lose my I, attention. Well, I feel like we need to pick a <laughs> We either need to piss off everyone or, or no just one. deal with it. Because right now we're like being nice for about three seconds and then pissing people off. So well, like, you know what? They're being douche. This is like the body well, of the world. Even tell me his a name. What kind of person for, doesn't for tell you his name? A lot of choices. Says, my name is, is Zomap. Zomap. <laughs> Fine. You gonna joke with me? Fine. Zomap. You know that it says outsiders, and then he just continues you know, striding into the markets. Ren says to Aurora, "You know, if that's actually his name, and you just took a jab like that, I'd be pretty pissed if I ever heard you say, Fine, Ren, whatever.' It might actually be his name. It's like." I'm Tell not. Your the, name. I'm he's not like, in the best he's of like, moods. Honestly, don't stray away from right, me. You'll get hurt. Tell she's me your like, name, idiot. Zomap. It's a stupid name. <laughs> so, fuck you guys. Fine. Name you have a gold. I'm named after my father. He was a I know a some guys girl. would love to kill you and take your shit and give me a cut. Just <laughs> 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 learned that a thousand gold was a low requesting price. Ass. All right, let's go. Let's go. Shut up. I actually charged two thousand. I was trying to be nice to you, strangers. I hate you, Zomap. You suck. We have high inflation here. Gold is everywhere. <laughs> There's definitely a communication barrier happening here. I know. We should offer it's them not a language issue. Everybody and everybody. We'll give you magical items that can be disenchanted into residium. I'll do it for one residium. One. Ah, we can run into a town of residium holders. Okay, anyway, so I'm right. talking to myself. This one docked down or down a thousand? I've got a mental tell. Minus one thousand. And Aurora's price. a lot of gold. Walking around through the markets, you see, you know, all sorts of different sorts of displays. Some are more like what you might ordinarily see, just kind of like a fruit stand in a normal town, except it's just completely magical. Floating table, uh, the armor is like on display. It's even lit all nice to make it look nicer, as if spotlights are on it. And uh, but there's no such thing. I mean, some of these you can tell are high budget 
uh, high budget displays. Even the low budget ones appear to be, uh, you know, quite ornate and draw your attention. It's just everywhere is teeming with this with this energy. There are um, many different places that offer uh, that offer you know rituals and um, uh, both to teach rituals and to and to cast rituals for a fee. As you see some signs as you pass by, the one that you eventually get to. What does it look like? Say, has kind of like a lot of kind of like branching silver filigree. It's kind of like has curved roof, uh, kind of a curved roof, and uh, two fountains. Two fountains, elliptical windows. Elliptical windows. Very poor molding. <laughs> they saved on the molding. Yes. Uh, it all on the fountain. Is it a building or is it outside? It's a building. It's a building. Okay. With, a, oh, with gotcha. a facade. Yeah. Inside. With fountains. And uh, he gestures and he says, probably your best bet. All right. We'll go inside then. Ren, Shall we? being experienced in the arcane as they step through the door, oh, yeah, dude. wants cats. to make sure that this is actually a legit place and that they're going to be able to pull off what we need to have pulled off. Can we just ask them? 29. You can tell uh, just based on the you know raw amount of magic everywhere that uh, you don't doubt that the capability to uh, cast the caliber of magic necessary definitely exists here, and even in this very uh, building that you're in. Fair enough, gentlemen. Just what we're talking about. That's right. Get in there. Bring the money. Damn, like, he'll just head back. If I blow that much money on a jacket, you sure as shit better find someone good to bring me back. Regenerate brain. I can hear yeah. him saying that from. Wow, my ass is in the front. Aurora walks in. You got it. All right, Aurora walks in. Bam, bam, bam. What does she see? She sees on the wall all these scrolls in in each individual container, and each one is marked with these weird symbols, and they are all glowing. Different shades, but they all kind of arc like glow, 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 leading to a floating counter with something standing in front. When Ren walks in, hey, talking guard. Can I make up NPCs? Yeah. When Ren walks in, he sees a kind of an older balding man with. With spectacles on, kind of uh, magical spectacles, bent over a, a book, magical studying, stuff. and he can tell that this guy knows quite a bit because there is this book is so has so much potent arcane magic in it that it, it itself is glowing a little bit. Would it pop your and when he walked in, being kind of irritated at some of these people, he was about to just pop off. But seeing this guy and realizing that this guy could potentially be pretty powerful. Politely says to him, "Hello. If it's okay, we've come to. Uh, we 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 seek your assistance." He uh, he looks and he says, "Yes, uh, I have all manner of uh, of spells? spells available for a fee or trade." He Ooh. says, "A friend of ours has fallen in combat, and we." need him to... We need to recover him. Yes. We have the body. He is an integral part of our of our group. He says, let me see the body. This is a steep cost. At this point, Colbin tries to walk in the shop. 
disgusting. The door is so narrow that he like bumps up against Sideways. one of the edges Sideways. of the door and like it just scuffs it since Ugh. like Damon's or sorry, Colbin's skin is like partially stunched, like scratches like the nice work and he kinda like steps back and like tries to like it's okay, rub it Colin. away, but like his okay. hand is really coarse too and like scratches it more and then he kinda just scratches his head and kind of it's looks right. a little just sheepish. Duck down a little bit sideways. We'll pay for that. Comes into the store. He says, yes. Of course we will. Ren says, cost is no... Again. Cost is no matter. He says, that is good to hear. Have you never bargained? Never mind. Have you never bargained with a gnome wearing a robe of human skin and... Yeah, I was meaning to talk to you about that. How I roll. Statements and statements. He, uh, he says, speaking of which, uh, I will waive the fee if you trade me that robe. Ren says, I'm quite fond of this robe. He looks at Damon's body and then he looks back and he says, the creature who did this wore that, did he not? Ren proudly You're says, a very wise man. Ren proudly says, you're Let's correct. Let's get he this going. wore this. He says, not many people walk through here wearing uh, the robe of a mind flare. As he, you see him just stick his finger inside like the hole oh! in Damon's head as he just kind of like oh, looks careful. around. You hear I mean, him tap it from the inside. Oh Colbin swats his hand. Required? Let's, let's, let's. He looks at Colbin and he says, I must inspect the body. Uh, Easy, uh, Colbin. Colbin kind of like leans forward and he says, be careful. Don't break him anymore. He says, besides, only one little part is necessary for the ritual. Ren says, I told you so. How much? And he can, says, can the success it, and is easier with more of the body. Ren, Ren says to the guy, I have a question, and I've been wanting to know for a long time. Could we have done this, the ritual with just one of the crystals from his body? He says, I was just thinking that myself. As he looks and he says, and then he, he kind of pokes him and touches, and you see Damon's head just kind of lolls back and forth. Ren says, Ren says, for a, Ren says, for a decrease in, in fee... How about we just try it on one of the crystals? Oh no! To because I know you're curious. He says I am curious, but it 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 will cost me my materials to even attempt. He says uh, I'm not that curious. He says, "What is this creature?" It's a daemon. It's <laughs> a friend. He There's only one daemon. of them. His eyes go wide, and he says, "Really?" That's why we need to bring him back, huh? He says, that is important. That is expensive. That is important. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah. He says, okay, You would be the okay. only one to ever bring one back. Ren there. looks at Aurora and says, Now nah, who's doing the excellent bargain? <laughs> <laughs> he just says, He ring. used to be an elf, but he was afflicted by some kind of magical malady. I'm not entirely sure what. He says, yes, yes. Fascinating. I should like to speak with this man. Let's bring him back and do that. It's an easy way for that. Right now. Let's go. Check he out. says, okay, okay. Uh, put him on the altar. Altar? As he, uh, um... And then he looks to Ren. He says, these are your servants. No. And then he's kind of like, was looking at the no. empty areas. He says, Ren says, they're not servants. They are my friends and companions. The unseen servants? <laughs> he, he, just, <laughs> he tilts his head and he says... You have a strange relationship with your spells, but <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Colin says, 
Didn't you make them swim through feces? Ren, Ren, <laughs> Ren understands what was meant. That's a story that gets told. But is playing game face. He's got his game face on, and he... He will give away nothing! And he says, and diplomatizes, <laughs> with a 25. Or no, yeah, he bluffs with a 24 and says, Yes, they're my friends, and yes, they swam through feces, because they love me that much. He says, okay, okay, yeah, all right. Outsiders. He clearly has just, like, he says... It's like a nerd. He says, those gnomes are so strange. And uh, he gestures over to an altar that is strange. set up. Ren is strange. rumbling under his voice now going, God, this guy is awesome, and I am fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> he says, place the body there. Uh, we shall discuss payment first. Fine. How much? He says, uh, he says, I prefer trade. And then he looks at Ren. You want Ren? Ren says, what do you have in mind? He says, uh, he kind of, he looks down at your book and he says, I, I would like to take a look through that. Which book? Your ritual book. Ooh. Ren says, Ooh. take a look. You would only like a look? This is very precious to me and you will not get it, but I will let you look at it. He says, he says, yes, perhaps there is something in there we can bargain for. No man has seen every ritual in the world. Okay. He says, I am one of the most powerful ritual casters in this quarter of the city. <laughs> Ren pulls out his he book. He says, always need an edge over the competition. Ren pulls out his book, hands it to him, and stands right there watching his every move. Like, with his hands, like... Uh, Hugh says, is the horse one in there? No, that was a special scroll that he had to cast. Yeah. Okay, so no, good. By the way, where is your nightmare? He just goes away. He's oh, not here. Gotcha. Anymore. Oh, God, he's right here. He's, he's back Ooh, in. He's, he's behind me, isn't he? He's back in the nine house. Hey, right bring him. He's right there. Uh, he flips through the book, and uh, and he says, interesting, interesting, boring, routine, um, interesting. Uh, and he stops at one point, and he says, oh, I have not seen this one before. Which one is that? What's one of your really cool rituals? <laughs> I don't uh, have your ritual book in front of me. Yeah. Not one of the boring low level ones. Let's say the healing cool search switcher. Passwall was sort of interesting, Passwall? the one the tunnel of dirt. Passwall was kinda cool. He says, Yes, this one. Secure shelter was pretty good too. He says he says, We will trade, no, I will cast this for your friend. You will teach this to me. Passwall? He says, yes. He says, in addition to the fee, 5,000 gold. Can we do half and half when he wakes up? Ren says... He says, the resources are expended no matter what yeah, his spirit chooses gold, to do. I to do it. Uh, I've seen Frida when she cast those portals, like... He says, this is a bargain. It gets used. Fine. It's not that I want a deal to bring him back, it's just... I want to be able to try cast this multiple times and not, you know, screw it up if we. Goblin says to Aurora in Dwarven, "Pay the man." I was going to. And hearing what you Brenna says, if it fails the first time, it, it might be this guy's fault. We could try again. The second time. We could with try with a different guy. guy, a better guy. There's Ren always a better says, guy. Ren says, "I will teach you this. I will teach you anything in this book." Up. However. If we are talking bargaining with rituals, I also have a request. He says, what is it? 
says, I will teach you the ritual of Passwall if you teach me the ritual of Ray's dead. He says, that will require a greater trade, is he? He says, clearly, for you to have to come to me, he says, that means that this would be a very valuable ritual for you to know, and if I Ren's, teach it to you, I would be losing out on any future business from the next time you die. Ren says, <laughs> just we don't because, frequently make our way in this part of the Ren world. Ren said, just because we've come to you right now doesn't mean that we necessarily need your assistance. Is it impossible? How much more would it take? He says, well, first things first, this trade cannot be done with you in your current state as, uh, as uh, he holds the book up as you realize you can see him through it as the book is kind of this trans- translucent purple. Maybe if you could sponsor us, then we could use the book for you. He says, sponsor an outsider. The isolationists would have me killed. The isolationists need not know. He says, oh, you will be walking through town with a bright sigil that says so. Oh, it would oh. say who, who was our Good sponsor. Of course, we knew that. Yes, sorry <laughs> about that. He says, and you know so little of the process. I'd be worried about you stepping on one of the holy flowers that can get you jailed, and then I would go to jail. You're joking, right? There are holy flowers that can get you jailed. <laughs> We knew that. We need he to talk that. more to our guide. He, We're new it. here. We but we, he just laughs. He says, See, you believe that there are holy flowers. Uh, Ren says to him, Then what do you recommend? Obviously, we need a sponsor. Or we need to get out of the city and break in, in which case you're probably going to get in trouble, uh, in trouble anyway. by the isolationists anyway. So. So Let, what's let's your, make what's that your a game? separate deal after... It says, if necessary, we will leave town together. You will teach me there. Will you bring our friend back out of town as well? Uh, he says, no, I will bring your friend back now, but give me collateral for the teaching ritual. He says, should you never come back, I need something more valuable. More gold. He looks at Aurora and he says, that hammer. Ah, nope. I'll uh, stay here. Dude, that Coleman, Coleman goes over no, to Damon's No, I'll stay here. Coleman goes over to Damon's body takes, and grabs his remaining sword and then pauses and also grabs his amulet. And the amulet he stows in his own pocket and the sword he gives to the uh, to the to the man. It's a valuable magical sword. That's right. I forgot. He did put the sig- they put the sigil on Damon's body as well. Oh, okay. Um, the does the remaining sword. sword. Which sword is Coleman? Uh, no, Coben takes... The, I have the Lace of has, Grief. Yeah, she has that, the elemental sword, but his other sword, uh, he gives to whatever. The guy, whatever, it's worth 20,000 gold at least. Which one is it? The second one, his jagged scimitar. Oh, right. The guy looks at it and he says, yes, yes, very valuable. He says, this will do as collateral, and then you see him just put it on a shelf on the wall, which as he then puts it there, the sword just sort of floats up and all of a sudden becomes encased in a bubble. Huh. Okay. It's kind of cool. He what's, says, what's after you teach me, you can have that back. Ren says, alright, let's go. What's the ET... What, like, how long does it take someone to teach a, teach them a ritual? Yeah, actually, that's... Eight hours. Eight hours. Not bad. Okay. Ren cracks his neck and says, alright, after you. What do I need to do? He says, you can assist if you choose. Yes. I do. He says, come, gather around the altar. Come on, man, let's do this thing. Let's do it. This isn't first 
Ren's first time around the block. First time around the ritual circle. Yeah. <laughs> he's, had, he's been to plenty of rodeos. He's one of them all. Ren's actually a little bit nervous about this because... <laughs> See, he's really nervous. Last time <laughs> last time he did this was for Melek. And Melek came back as a horrible undead creature. Yes, <laughs> Melek came back and, and soon a, left. And a demon followed him and tried to yank him back. And You're just helping this them. This is the block. Well, yeah. So like I can't wait until Ren dies and goes to hell and the demon's waiting for him. Like, you guys remember what happened guys, last time? Talk. Come on, and it makes him nervous because last time we did this... It it takes like a long time and it freaking wore Ren out, so he's kind of getting ready and psyching himself up to basically go right. run a marathon here. And he reminds people about that and says, I'm not saying that Daoman had demons after him like Melek did, but be on the ball, because I'm gonna be assisting this guy and I can't really break my concentration. Or pats him on the back and so says, We'll handle anything that we need to handle. The uh the man kind of waves his hands as you see the doors to the uh, the door to this um to this building closes, and uh, he says this will take a couple hours. He says prepare yourself, stretch, crack your knuckles. As he just kind of rubs his hands together and he goes okay okay, and then he looks and he looks around, and he says you are all prepared to help. Yes, sometimes. The uh, people that are closest with the spirit uh, can help the have the greatest chance of coming back. He says. Do you think we should bring Kalar out? Coleman kind of his eyes go wide and wonders what a huge griffin is going to do in a shop like this. He kind of like taps a little glass thing and it just breaks. <laughs> and kind of Brent says, says, God, we'll buy that too. But I mean, seriously, Maybe what that. has the what has the greatest spiritual link it to Dale? Have the... Do you have a roof? Could we do this on the roof? <laughs> he says, on the altar, best chance. Uh, and then he, as he kind of waves damn. his hand, you see the altar glow and Maybe bright light. Maybe we can tuck it in there. Very you know, we, it's a thing, right? Yeah, like the thing. Item, can we set the item out? Just uh, Brent says he... Um, is it already on him? What item? Whatever item you guys are talking about? Yeah, what item oh, are you talking about? The item, isn't Kalar in a, a summoned... Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's not that way. Spell. You can summon him. Yeah, it's oh. yeah but the item itself that can there's summon no item. him? I thought no, there was no a scroll. Yeah. No item. It's an enchantment Say in Say there's no item one more time. There's no item. <laughs> Wonderful. Now we know. Now they're all clear. Which item? Not that one. Um. Alright, Brandon says... The, cl- the closest connection he had, honestly, was not with us, but uh, with a with a fearsome griffin. Unfortunately, I don't think it would be. I think we'll do as a close second, though. Indoor, All right. Indoor friendly. So. I'm ready. Like we can All bring right. KLR here. We have to take care of her another dark the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a one way summon, one way street. But we could do it again. Yeah. No. No, we could do it again and leave her in the underdark. And when we got to the surface, we could call her back out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right now she is in existence. Just we could do the Exodus night and just stick her in there every eight hours. Oh god, <laughs> that <laughs> will bring damage back. I came back to kick your asses for what you did to my Griffin while I was dead. I did it for you. Put her in the boot box. <laughs> all right, get, get out of here, Get control of your players. All right, all right. The man puts his hands out, and he says, 
The fee is non-refundable, even if the ritual is unsuccessful. Yeah, you do understand this. Yes, hurry up. Cool. Bangs his fist on the ground. He says... Seconded. He says, not all spirits are capable of returning to the body of... Blah, blah, blah. Gets going. He says, okay. Wrench, done this before. Ren shoots Aurora the evil eye and or says... shoots him. This is not the kind of thing that should be rushed. I just happen to know all that stuff already. Yeah, Brent, how are you sitting you get during rituals. this ritual? How do you... He's not ritualize. doing the ritual yet. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, um, Don't you want to start the ritual? Kind of Ren... Uh, uh, Lincoln uh, told us kind of how Ren's feeling about this. Uh, how's Brandis feeling as, you know... The f- maybe the first time Brandis has uh, had a dead comrade that trying to bring back. That's cool. Yeah, yeah the second of half of the dead comrades. Yeah, he's, he's, he's had lots of dead comrades. We can attest um, to that. In fact, and, we were uh, there. We were several of them. Part of his thing is that he's always kind of like, you know That's um, outlasts his his party. Uh, but having adventured with this group for this long and gone through some such serious stuff, um, also bring him back. But has also been around uh, not specifically this ritual, but. Um, the, the bringing the dead back to life, that whole area, um, is um, is fraught with peril. Not just, I mean, he, after hearing your guys' stories of what happened with Malik, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah that's, that's how right. it that's goes. About right. Like, it's usually a one-way thing. And so, um, he's, he's a little nervous and, uh, and cautiously optimistic because, um, as the guy said, it's not just, um, I mean, the spirit has to be willing um, but he was also saying that not all spirits are capable of it. It's just... And it's funny, we always talked about... Um, and Brandon actually talked about this on the way to the to the town. This is why it's so you know, not just like stopping everyone talking about it now. Um, the idea of, of like what order we would save the party in, like who we would save, it was always like, well, Damon wouldn't necessarily be the guy you would like jump in front of a blast for because it's like he gets so many tricks up his sleeve and so many things we don't understand... That it really was this. What happens when he dies? We don't know. Yeah. Like as weird as it sounds. Now we do. Spirit, like. Well, you can eat his brain. That kills him. I mean, you can eat his brain, but it's like, I mean, Brandis half yeah. expected him to just evaporate into like blue swirling winds, and it being like, and it's like, well, what part do we grab? That, <laughs> no, it's nothing. Bottle like, it. It's just lost gone. Lost and so, in some ways, it was Read. almost. Um, Brandis was was like stunned for a little bit because for all this like magical power and all these crazy things we've seen Damon do, when he died, he just fell over limp. Like there was no like flash of light, it was just and he just fell over and we were all like Holy shit. And he and he was like you talk about like you were in good shape when you went in there. It happened fast. And so Brandis is definitely uh you know nervous because it's like, I'm sure the ritual's gonna go fine. You know, Ren, Ren did this guy's been checked out by Ren. Um, it's the idea that, what happens on the other half? Like... Oh yeah, does he have like a soul now? He, where do different? damons go when after they die? Different. Yeah, where do damons go? And, and um, he was an elf. Well, how does how does the ritual work? Does he come back as an elf? Does he? Will he be damon light? Oh yeah, that's elf weird. Is he impaled by a bunch of blue crystals? Is that... Yeah, is the blueness, is that technically, like, a wound? Exactly. So Brandis is like, this guy didn't even know what Damon is. And he's like, well, I'll try the ritual. So Brandis is nervous and is definitely, like, stretching and getting ready for a difficult kind of thing. And is kind of sitting on his, uh, 
So you're kneeling down with, you know, the toes and knees kind of on, on the ground and ready to, uh, ready to spring up and, uh, and get in on it. Colbin, though young, a, uh, a, a serious, a serious person and, uh, Someone who is uh, who is stoic in his dedication to to his to his comrades and increasingly the group as time has passed, but without saying much, as he usually doesn't say much, he takes a a cross-legged position beside the altar, a fist on each of his knees, and as he begins to concentrate, you see the color of the stone floor kind of slowly kind of work his way its way up his legs and kind of begin kind of to rise a little bit in his body. Not not covering his whole frame, but kind of maybe reaching up to his waist as his kind of skin takes on the color of the, st- the, the stone floor that they're sitting on as he kind of almost automatically begins to kind of deepen his connection with the, the earth around him. Man a few words. Man a few words and of many rocks. <laughs> what about Hugh? Hugh is... A little stressed right now. Honestly, coming into this city is maybe a step or two down from when we infiltrated the air temple. Mm-hmm. And stress level, honestly, because we're going into some giant place with a whole bunch of horrible laws, and we don't have our weapons. And I mean, there, it's it's At least we don't have crazy Orum. We don't have, yeah, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. This is. We know a raft's down here somewhere. This is this could all go very, very poorly, very quickly. Yeah, and on top of that, he has to go and assist in a ritual now. And the last few times he's done that, it's just never turned out well. He's always you thought like, earthy thoughts one time, and that didn't work out. No, it, it hasn't worked out very much. So he's 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 hoping he does less harm. That he at least he's hoping for a neutral outcome in this ritual because he often ends up making them worse. When he's going for a neutral outcome, <laughs> maybe things don't change at all. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, no, at least status he doesn't quo. detract. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting status quo or better. That's what we're for. He's not usually this pessimistic. Does it show? Is it like? Bad. Is he just like? God. like well, I mean, screw rituals, magic, <laughs> not that great. Being in a city, not that great. Being in a city and doing rituals, not that great together. For well, sure. this kind of a city, anyway. Not all cities. We, we were outright warned that someone might try and kill us. Yeah. And no one would report it. Yeah. And oh. we might get arrested, and then... Oh, and you can't have weapons, it. you don't get to fight back. Oh. Sorry, man. Awesome time. You need to go wax a to calm yourself down, man. Yeah. So, that's kind of how Wax your bowstrings. Because I'm waxing the bowstrings. Wax philosophical. Um, if ever there were a sign that Aurora is... Is really stressed beyond her normal limit. It's all these crazy suggestions she's coming up with. I mean, bringing a hippogriff into a shop, sticking it Bullet into the. Shop. I mean, classic. It put, it putting it in in a, in a rift card by the Exodus knives, grabbing them, taking them to the roof. I mean, all these terrible things she's coming up with. This is the worst day ever. Like, really. I mean, if it's bad enough for. For Daoman, he's having a rough day. She's having the second roughest day. And. That's compared to a dead guy. <laughs> and that's compared to a dead guy. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's hard enough to have someone die and then being forced to cart him around and try to get someone to bring him back. And so her stress level has, has got her in a, in a really weird, kind of manic place that you don't usually see her in. I mean, 
she's passionate about things often, but this is like this is starting to stretch the limit of that where it's it's starting to become this kind of weird like twitchy kind of behavior out of her. And as she prepares to do this ritual, she's trying to calm herself down and she's having a really hard time about it. Uh, partially because she can't activate her hammer. There's a, there's a really intense connection there. It's, it's one of her methods of actually reaching reaching Bahamut, and her inability to actually grasp it is is a, it's messing with her mind a little bit. So her best her best bet is uh, trying to follow Hugh's example. She sees him kind of like doing this like calmness and trying to not screw anything up. So she's kind of like mimicking it, but you keep seeing her like watching you and like. And then she's looking at the body. And then she's looking at this guy, like, why isn't he doing it? <laughs> Making everything worse. Very anxious. Very anxious. Extremely anxious. And she doesn't quite know what Colvin's deal is yet, but... Nope. He's, like, turning into rock. Is that gonna help? I don't know. But... But that's where she Good is. Just, yeah. just do that thing. Legitimate question. Sydney. Will that help? Maybe not. I don't know. It's one one thing's for sure. She wants this to work for sure. Badly. All right. The room. The lights all start to dim, but not in such a way. Is that supposed to happen. In not such a way that you know you've seen other rituals where it's just kind of you end up in your own little bubble. But as he. Hmm. As his hands start to move over the body, you can see that the lights are dimming because uh, he appears to be pulling arcane energy from them into himself as he is putting his hands over it. And you see that much of the decoration in in this uh, shop or in this... Um, it's like winking out. In this place. It appears to be much of the kind of where he stores his power and it could even be perhaps uh, items and, uh, items and, and wondrous magical things that help and assist with a ritual. You also see the altar itself start to glow very faintly as uh, as it starts to arc energy over Daoman's body. What is each person uh, doing to to assist here? No uh, roles necessary, but uh, you know, just kind of what are you doing to assist in this ritual, and uh, kind of what effect does it have on the uh, on the scene here? Ren. Uh... Kind of knowing how this works, and knowing how much arcane energy it actually takes to pull this off, um, is—I mean, he's sure that the guy can pull it off pretty well. Do we have a name for him, by the way? No. Okay. He's the rest. Okay. Zaz-tan. Well, Zaztam. I think that's a good name. He's like, it's me, Zaztam. Yeah. Um, so Ren. <laughs> Is basically uh, there's that. so much arcane energy going flowing in the city and in the walls and just everywhere here that that Ren, much like Colbin, absorbs the you know is is getting in touch with the earth through his feet and everything like that. Ren just finds himself funneling all of this arcane energy that he has, and as he kneels down on the ground next to the old man with spectacles, uh, is funneling all of the arcane energy he can into the man to help facilitate the process and in at the same time is kind of pushing some of that off onto Damon's body as well. Um, Aurora, when, when pressed into a stressful situation, 
falls back on something that she does best, which is talking. Uh, she actually, in a quiet way, she's, she's not really talking to anyone here. She's She appears to be talking to the corpse. And you hear her, and she's saying, Hey, do you remember that time that we were trying to escape a giant, monstrous Doom Island? I remember all those amazing things you did, and you were... You were holding the, the rope and keeping us all from flying off. And then there was that time that you got eaten by a behir. And she's starting to go on and on about these things. And, and you, you, you know, she's, she's trying to connect with some... Maybe, maybe it's a perceived thing, but if, if there's anything of him floating around, she's trying to contact it and bring it back with these memories of him and the group and, and talking about all of them. And you see she's... She's kind of whispering them, so you know you're getting like bits and pieces. But every every moment is kind of being retold to this, you know, lit body as she starts to um, to hold on to what you see is a uh, the uh, flute that she has given him. She's she's fished it out and is is holding on to it. She can't play it. She would, but she can't. So she's just holding on to it as as she talks, kind of trying to connect with him any way that she can by speaking uh Hugh doesn't speak but he, he just thinks of his memories of Daemon thinking that um I don't know I'm just trying to think of the, the times they had together and thinking of like I don't know what's the sort of Daemon feel what does he What's Damon like? So he's kind of thinking like... Smoking uh, pipes in Skyclave. Smoking pipes in Skyclave on the roof. And watching him fly around on his griffin while we're on the airship. And stealing eggs from zoos in the middle of... We're doing the same. The desert city. I forget what that place was called. Yeah. Um, or Vilta. And the... Odd moments. Or that, that really intense moment in the with the Lady of the Water and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of... Thinking of Damon and kind of uh, a solid feel for like I don't know the essence. Yeah, trying to kind of get a feel for him so that if there's some kind of a spirit there, maybe remind remind him what Damon's like. Uh, Colvin sits uh, fairly uh, fairly serene, but not stern. And uh, and Damon was uh, you know a role model for him back back when he, he first met him and he since he for the few months that he has has lived as this kind of elemental uh, creature in some way connected to Damon and and maybe Damon's future or, or purpose he he's the Damon is the only teacher that Colvin ever had uh, or only only person that ever tried to kind of really help him get his bearings with with, with what has happened um, Damon never once tried to explain to him what what's going on but he always had kind of an upbeat kind of this is how things are like let's experiment with this and and always seemed was able to always cast kind of a uh, light of let's enjoy what's going on and what le- what what opportunities you have never kind of getting down and so <laughs> Colvin uses that that learning and uh, and that instruction and uh, you know that kind of that leadership that he he's given him to 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 seek out the elemental connection in in himself and, and using kind of that identity, reach out towards towards Damon's uh, 
elemental nature that he might be able to uh, to make make contact with with uh, this teacher and invite him again once again into his life. Brandis uh, kind of sits in his kind of meditation stance kind of thing and um, focuses on his breathing. As weird as it sounds, but um, on just the air kind of going in, takes deep breaths, the air going in and out of his lungs and, and uh, concentrates on that kind of flow of energy and just like breathing the all the way out and just not so much the memories of Damon himself, but that elemental side of him um, that he seems so in tune with of just like exhaling all the way and then breathing in and feeling kind of rejuvenating as, you know, the oxygen goes to, you know, all your extremities and everything and just focuses on that and just, you know, and then looks over his branches eyes are just closed and he's just taking huge, like, massive, like, deep breaths just, like, slowly that guy's and got just massive lung capacity. Hold his breath for a day. Amazing. Barrel. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, and honestly, just straight up, just, uh, and thinks of, like, what Damon does to kind of relax and, like, attune himself. And that's, you know, as we've seen, you know, now and then, he just kind of focuses on the flow of the energy around him and the air itself, so. Arcs of lightning dance between each of you, rebounding on the stone floor and sparking against Daemon's cold body, as you can tell that the energy of the ritual has reached a height with all of your kind of concentration and way of helping. As the ritual progresses, static charge fills the entire room, causing the hair on your necks to stand on end. Lightning collects around the body... Uh, and condenses many and condenses into many thinner strands into a single large beam of light and energy. Pulling at Daemon's lost essence, you feel the elemental ties with him that you have felt many times before in battle. Straining to increase your connection with his, en- uh, with his essence, you inexplicably encounter resistance. The beam of light appears taut, placed under enormous strain as a force unknown to you competes for control. Questions enter your mind about Daemon's intentions to return, when suddenly the fabric of space rips open above the body. A portal wreathed in fire grants view into a secret chamber. Deep purple walls covered in dozens of glowing sigils surround a long, large, dimly lit chamber. Curving asymmetric walls give the room a cave-like feel despite the wrongness of the unnatural space. In the center of the room, a shadow stands. His bone-white skin is offset by jet-black eyes and chaotic elemental sigils that roam freely freely across his pale torso. A black hood conceals the man's facial features apart from his sparkling obsidian-like eyes. Depressed in the stone floor beside the man sits an altar of strange creation. Transmutation of some sort causes the altar to perpetually shift materials. Black onyx gives away to jagged bleached bone that cracks and breaks to reveal dark wooden roots. White runes dance intermittently across its surface, only to disappear once again into the mayhem. Trapped in a sphere of chaotic energy above the altar, a swirling form struggles for freedom. Inside the orb, Daemon's elemental soul swirls amidst blue-tinted winds. His distorted form is barely recognizable uh, to you who know him best. 
Damon screams out to you in a voice distorted with pain. He says, Fuck! Cut! Water! Find me! He is mine, says the shadow, silencing Damon's captured soul. An arc of purple lightning lashes out from the altar, causing further suffering to each of you. Meeting each of your gazes, he lingers for a moment upon Colben. Then the man speaks to the group with grim finality. You have other quests to fulfill. Seek him out, and I will destroy you. The chaos portal trembles momentarily before resealing itself. You are left alone with Daemon's lifeless body, as the light in the torches and, and bubbles on the wall grows bright again, and the man pulls his hands back from the altar. Slams her fist down on the altar and screams, No! No! And she just uh, gripping gripping the the uh, stone of it, and just you see fury in her eyes as she just looks around, somehow expecting them to be attacked. Someone she wants to attack someone now. Colbin also reacts in a similar kind of outward way, getting up and just kind of slamming his fist on on the altar. Uh, you know, recognizing the the pain and the and the danger that Damon has been placed in. <clears throat> Ren says, Does anyone know who that was? A dead man. That's who he's going to be. I'm gonna find him and I'm going to kill him. Ren is also very tired from doing this because it takes a lot of energy out of him. And as he kind of sits back and stretches from this, and kind of lets out a deep sigh. He just says, I'm really getting tired of stowing the bodies of my comrades in the portal. Huh. That pisses her off. Yeah. Did anyone make out what he was saying? Find water? Is that like we're supposed you, to find water? You heard water as to, much as I did. To get to him, or we're supposed to find something else? I, su- I think I think it's got to be the Lady of Water. I think we got to talk to her. If anyone's going to know anything, it'd be her. That would make sense. And we can summon her. Brannis looks so. sad and disappointed, but not terribly surprised. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, Nav is the pessimist. It was like, what are you saying? He's like, we don't even know what damn it is. We don't even know what just happened. We don't know what just happened. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. We're gonna find this guy. Just establishing the ritual didn't work then, correct? So, what he looks at, what do I you do? see a live Daoman sitting History? there smiling? No. But. Then it didn't work. We can check with the, the ritual caster guy. He just kind of shakes his head and you see him, he's just kind of been silent for a bit and he says, forces at work here are quite powerful. Ren asks him if he if he knew who that being was that addressed us. He says he just shakes his head. Ren says, has, has anyone He says, ever but heard? to break into the ritual as it was being cast, and he says I could feel him tearing at me. He says it was a powerful being. Um has anyone ever heard of anything like that? Doing history check on his own, suggesting knowledge checks on other parts. Uh, a religion check, perhaps. 
Ren's going to roll an arcana check to see if he recognizes any kind of signature in the portal that was mm. cast that was ripped open. 16 won't do anything, I think. 35. Ren, uh, Ren notices, I mean, you know, kind of as he's taking in this energy, he can, he notices kind of a distinct difference in the type of, uh, in the, the, the type of arcane energy that was coming through this thing. And, uh, it's not familiar to him, but now that he has felt it, it is something that he could, he could seek out and, and, and try to find, but, uh, off, you know, from what he knows right now, it is, uh, completely foreign and strange, but no question in his mind it is extremely powerful. Okay. Ren thinks to himself, wow, I thought I was in pretty deep. Apparently our friend Taoman also had some skeletons in his closet. I hope Ren's not laughing. Ren didn't actually say that out loud. He was just thinking it to himself. Okay. Coleman holds up Ren's the uh, he holds up the amulet that Damon has, and uh, and as he stares at it, you see kind of the different crystal or the different uh, gemstones that kind of surround the face of Akagi in the middle, kind of like flaring up, kind of one at a time. As Coleman seems to be, you know, somewhat somewhat drawn into this amulet, he he says. Uh, do you think they could symbolize something? He says, he says, I am getting a very interest. Uh, he says, a very weird feeling from this amulet. He says, Damon had unfinished business. Yes, yes. He, he never talked, he never said much. And then he looks at you, and he says, I don't know if he knew much. No, but no, he didn't. It seemed really important to him, and I think we need to help him finish it. If it'll help get him back... Anything. He tucks the the amulet's belt and, and looks around. And he says, "He says, I'll stay with you until we accomplish this." All right. Uh, well, by we... by this you mean bring Damon back or yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, he does a nature check to see if he can. I don't know. Recognize anything about the the fellow who was talking? What race or? Strength or anything like that. Uh, nature. Uh, he, yes, no. Or would that be inappropriate? From what uh, from what you could you know kind of see through this, the Stressful confidence that too. the guy exuded and the way he was able to kind of break in, you can tell that uh, would formidable. be quite great a great bit extremely deal formidable. more than formidable. All right, uh, opponents. And uh, whatever this guy was, he was had clearly had his eyes on Damon for a while. Fantastic. Um, I vote we find a place to get settled, because I'm sure we have much to discuss now, and this may not be the best place to do it. No Fold disrespect to our... Into a, into a wallet. Find... I didn't actually catch your name, sir. Zapdos. Zapdos. <laughs> uh, Ren says that... This is uh, Krellwin. Says, that's to shake your hand, and he, he doesn't quite have the same kind of uh, you know canter that he had before. As he not canter, but the same sort of um, aloof demeanor. Yeah, it's just he was like kind of the same demeanor that he had before. He's a little bit more serious. He now gets that we're a little bit more tough than we. Than he originally we're serious. At least serious. Most people don't have friends yeah. whose souls are being captured. It's like Ren says, uh, I agree that we can go it. find somewhere, but unfortunately, I have a bargain to uphold. Uh, does that need to be you done do now, that? or would that could be postponed till tomorrow? 
We just says, won't get our thing back. He says, I do not have the energy to yeah. do it today. It will take all day long to uh, to learn the ritual. He says, you come to me when you are ready before you leave town. He says, besides, if you leave, I got something more valuable. He just points to the wall again. And says, well, I am a gnome of my word. I will be back. What was his name again? Just for notes. Krellwin? Krellwin? Um... Do you have uh, your summoning? Can your unseen servants continue to perform their their unseen uh, duties? Yeah, their Carrying undertaking privileges. Sure. Okay. Paul Barry. Though I would suggest we need a better place to um, at this point. Maybe we could store him here. I would suggest putting him in our. Don't say it. Portal, because carrying portal? dead. I don't know that we have access to it. Don't you have access to, to the portal? You set up a portal, right? On this ship. No, but we would no, need it's, it's a, a ritual. It, basically, we set up a, a teleportation circle, which means yes. And you have you can, you can cast a linked portal ritual too, but not inside the city. We have rituals. Obviously not. Not inside the city. Yeah. Well, how does I that would, work? You can get a linked portal there, ritual. I would prefer so we could to go not back there anytime. That's the whole point of a, a teleportation. A circle. corpse around. Oh, okay. I, I would prefer to not tote. Damon's corpse yeah. around because even if we want to keep him precedent. close, it looks creepy as shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't and mind our body. Says, when we go into a bar to get info, and we've got two unseen servants towing our dead friend with us, I don't think you need to convince anyone. What's that? That's Damon. That's a friend of ours. I agree. The don't only stay. difficulty yeah, I could see in that is how we get back. Just go out and come back in. We'll kill you. No, no, no. I mean. Well, I guess we could just shove him through with a note. Oh, that's awful. The portal stays open for a few rounds. It's enough time just to go through. Just stick your head through. through explain the situation. Don't jump back through. Right. It's like a portal that stays open for thirty seconds. Okay. Um, Do it. Let's go. But it doesn't like use up. It doesn't like use a healing. Uh, so it doesn't. It's not. Plus, you guys left the speaking stone. Yeah. If whoever's there, you can talk to him. Can we get a word on how it's trivial? Was the heart came through all of this? Zahar probably waited. Or did he, uh, did he watch the door? <laughs> He's with us as well. That's uh, Zahar was there and, uh, and Keeper he took too. part in the ritual and so did, uh, so did Keeper. Yeah. Um, Zahar, uh, you know. too pumped? Uncomfortably pumped? <laughs> a little bit. Um, <laughs> I get that. The, the, the more insightful. That was awesome. Know, Aurora can see that he is, he's holding back <laughs> excitement. Good. Uh, that, you know, this is what the Shatterkai live for, like, the Trap. story that this will, I mean, like, I could go, you can tell, like, he almost I wants wish it was to me. go back to Ikabu because this would just win him a crowing move. <laughs> <laughs> like, this story alone. And, uh, and, but he also, he's not stupid, and he, he recognizes the, uh... Adventuring is a privilege. He recognizes the, uh, how the rest of the group would take it. He's not as close friend with uh, any of you guys. You know, he respects all of you, and he travels with you um, in a large part to stay close to your Shehi. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, which was basically his, like, best friend for 30 Girlfriend. years, in a way. And, um, so... Fine. And so he... <laughs> so you can... Yeah, that's basically what he's doing. He's, like, he's just kind of... He's trying to stay quiet, not out of... I mean, basically out of respect, but not because... He uh, he doesn't know what to say, but because if he did say something, uh, you guys might be pissed off at him. Keep us total demand, though. We picked him up in a pile of rubble, and now he's trying to return the favor. It would be hard for Ren to get pissed at Zahar. For me to get pissed at him? For Ren. Oh. Well, it's because Zahar's basically trying to hold back the behavior that Ren would actually do. Yeah. Which is basically yeah. be inappropriate. <laughs> they could be inappropriate together. Best buddies. 
Chris is, uh, he's down, but he's a little bit, I mean, we're a, we're a fully equipped, like, fighting force. Like, when we are like, hey, we need to tackle this obstacle, we go and do it. So, he's more like looking at a huge mountain than he is, oh, we're never going to do this. It's like, all right, so we got to go, like, find some water or something, find a lady, do some research, kill some shadow man. And then we'll get down back. Like, that's, okay, that's, that's like that's like five too. things. That's easy. It's like, that's easy. It's like right? a, I can fit those all on one hand. Bringing down the <laughs> bringing down like a giant like two, super secret cult that's trying to end the world. That was like eight things at least. This is only five. Yeah. <laughs> Brennis really looks at it as before like, this lunch. Is, yeah. Okay. We'll have plenty of time to stop a wrath. He pencils it in next week. Between Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Doesn't need a day. Mm-hmm. So we go back to our guide and say we. You walk outside, the guide's gone. God Ass. damn it. Fucking kidding me. So glad we paid It's been a couple hours. Panda. Let's go. Forget it. We didn't need him anyway. Back out the gates. Just it says Zomap. Zomap! It's a magic place. Zomap. He doesn't really know what to expect. It's a really good shot. A couple people shot. turn their heads and look over there and just keep walking by. There are a couple people here named Zomap. Colbin is grabs one of the people. Out. Out. Mike. Colbin grabs one of the people that's walking by Easy. and says without no without much him. anger in his expression, but extremely loud, Where's the nearest inn? It's going to be uh, 37 Intimidate. The guy just... Looks terrified. He says, and he says, residential. And then he just kind of gives a quick explanation. Turn right and then left and then walk down a mile. Go on, let's let's uh, <laughs> That's a mile. Just let's go of his uh, thing. It wasn't even like that violent. And He's terrifying. Much, much, it was huge. It was just it was very it was just extremely loud. And so lets the guy go. And he says, um, he says, let's go to an inn. So maybe there we can make a plan. Well, let's get Daleman back I to agree. the. Uh... We can do that in the end. But we can't cast no. a ritual. No, we can't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Come on, yeah. let's, let's do that. Then we'll do the end. Ren shakes his head because he's not sure how many more times he needs to remind them. But he's glad that Aurora's on top of things. Oh, well, uh... Aurora starts walking towards the exit. Hopefully, they'll follow because Ren's unseen servants have Daleman's body. So we'll go get that done. You guys can find the end if you want. Hugh almost think that's a good idea. He's like, no, we're not splitting up here. This is. Then come with us. Yeah. She starts walking towards the exit. We're not like resisting. Just... Well, yeah, you're just taking your sweet time, <laughs> dragging your big human feet. Ren's like, you Ren guys can't hear. Sorry, they're Ren, in a half joking around things. Says, mm-hmm. you guys can't hear how much my unseen servants are, are whining about carrying this. Do thing. they talk? No, they no, don't. That's he's... why he's joking. Oh. Aurora believed you. <laughs> he's going insane. Well, that is Aurora's Par for, par for the course. Thing. Too trusting. Too trusting. Too damn trusting. Strangers friends. and... Friends. Strangers and friends. Friends. She was something much more blindly trusting in the Arathis days, though. Yes. She learned something since then. Something. That's all I'm saying. Don't trust Strangers. Don't trust guys who Funny that it was evil, the Arathis and Arath. So maybe trust everyone else. Trust everyone else. Yeah. Guys, someday I'm going to disarm someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see that happening. It's looking like every sheet here. 
Hey, you can just use that to grab some muscles up and then you're armed again. Yeah, so, uh, your guys... We're going out the gates. What happens to our weapons when we go out the ceiling? We go out the gates. As soon as they step past the threshold, Ren feels a sudden weight in his belt now that his daggers have reappeared. He's like, huh. Awesome. Wow, they weren't kidding. And is kind of glad that that happened. And, uh... You can see that the sigil still in your hand. Is that permanent? And he begins to cast the portal. And as he's casting it, he looks... Because this portal's like nothing for him to cast. And so he's just kind of like doing it. And at the same time, because he's that smart, he's also contemplating the sigil on his hand and goes, I wonder if I could get that off myself and maybe make a copycat of it. Interesting. But then continues to cast his portal. Yeah. says, go on, let's set up perimeter. Uh, why don't you call Kaz on He's, the he still looks at you as in, like, where are you sending him? Let him know that we're going to need people on the other side. Can we contact Kaz through the Underdark? He not, he not. Yeah, we were having trouble with the stone last time you were down here. It does that. No problem? Okay. Yeah. Uh, or let's, time you were down here. let's Kaz know to it expect... It wasn't working it until we... It wasn't working. Yeah, I don't know why. It's working now. Any particular array of mineral deposits in that area. Yeah. Um... Perhaps the magic of the place actually enhances the oomph of the stone. There you go. Yeah, um, like jacks up the receptivity or something. Yeah, we're, we're next to a huge tower. Uh, Aurora contacts Kaz on the uh, on the stone, keeps it pretty brief, yeah. and just explains to expect uh, Daemon's body uh, and to keep it safe because we're we're t- handling it. Crushing. Put it in the Tell him it's similar to, to a Kalah situation. It's, to Kalah, yeah. it's similar to our Kalah situation. He says, Yar. Yar. <laughs> I will send someone down. And Ren responds to try to cheer up Kaz and says, Yar. <sighs> he says, Yar. And Ren sighs because Kaz let him down. Alright. Everyone should feel bad for Ren. After a whopping. <laughs> Ren suddenly decided not to roleplay anymore. <laughs> At the end of uh, the like, quick, I just like that Ren feels bad because Kaz is feeling bad. The quick uh, ten-minute casting time. Yeah, Ren is able to uh, cast the linked portal ritual, linking uh, your location with the permanent teleportation circle that you created. On the, oh, the ship, uh, on your ship, uh-huh. on your airship. Yeah, and uh, you know, as it opens up, you see, you know, you can see through it into the uh, the little room that you repurposed to be the portal room, and there is someone there waiting. A couple of uh, uh, halflings, along with Grosh. Mighty Grosh, take this body. So the unseen servants carry the uh, stretcher through to the other side, and then you see Grosh just. He just gr- leap, r- grabs over the stretcher and then grabs on the stretcher and he just lifts it up himself. Easy. And then, and then he just, speaking through the portal, he just says, we will keep, we will take care of it. Alright. Ren nods at him as the portal closes. Yeah, several seconds later, the, the portal <laughs> blinks back out. Sweet gosh. Alright. To the inn. <laughs> to the inn. I'll head back to the town. Uh, do the guards the front gate? Is it, if it's it cost you 135 gold to cast the average roll. <laughs> uh, mark that down. Right, Stat. 
Actually, yeah, I think it's uh, free. We show them our documents. I'm pretty sure our interest in this game just yeah. has paid for it. Seriously. Uh, coming back through, they recognize you, having you know only came in a couple hours ago. And you show your uh, uh, <coughs> show the documents on your on your hand there, and they say, "Welcome back." As you walk through, and you see that your weapons are once again ghostly. Ghostly. Ren, in his most diplomatic manner, says, We require room and board. Can you help us? We're said to go to the. Yeah, didn't you see Colin grab that guy and scream in his face and he got directions on where the nearest inn is? Yes. Oh, I thought you just said we were in the inn. Oh, you're in the inn. Oh, I meant you walked through the gates. But yes, no, boom, oh, you're in sorry. the inn. I thought we were in the inn. Now you are. And I walked up to the oh. innkeeper and I said, hey. Yeah, you are correct. What's the inn look like? What does the inn look like? Uh, well, when you uh, get to the <laughs> residential area, you see that Birthday as day. you're walking towards the inn, you see that homes in Deep Mascar mirror those of its sister city in great detail. I am going to switch the music back on to the appropriate thing. That is two songs plus. No good, no good way to get this. I know, it's... Holmes and Deepa Mascar mirror those of its sister city in great detail. Uh, windows etched with crystalline glowing runes glow in different uh, luminous hues emanating... Or, or, uh, yeah, emulating the look of stained glass. Archways, doors, and windows curve together and meet at the apex, blocked with filmy, semi-transparent wisps of arcane energy. Each purple, uh, each purplish, blackish building is at least three stories tall. Many feature balconies and windows full of strange white and purple flowers. Very attractive. Don't step on the flowers. Any lanterns? And any evidence of perhaps international lantern trade with Skyclave? Maybe something that. Yeah, the stories we had already seen were pretty amazing. The sound of it. And our guy wasn't selling lanterns. That's right. He, he was selling potions. We had to buy him some lanterns. That's right. Damn. But Ren wouldn't be opposed to learning more about the thriving international lantern trade either. He likes right. knowing about everything. Very much so. And as you, uh, Wikipedia lantern trade. As you enter the tavern, Wikipedia. <laughs> 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 You see that there is hey. music playing in the tavern, as there are many in the Same sounds you band in every But as you look over, you it. see that the instruments this song, man. do not have any players uh, with them, as the um, the sitar and the Reach of copyright harp and the uh, other uh, instruments playing up on the stage there are just playing themselves, just floating as the bows move over the strings and the. Uh, drumsticks hit the kind of, uh, you know, some of the drum setup, and uh, it's quite a sight to behold. And there's uh, many people in, enjoying drinks there. And you're noticing that as uh, a lot of the patrons are throwing back brews, almost every blue brew is glowing bright in different sorts of colors, making the entire place in here just light up in different colors. And as people drink, you see their heads even change to a different hue as they swallow it and then it goes away. Uh, almost seems like a, a gimmick of this place, as then you see the uh, okay, sign on the door that says the colorful brew house. Rand is not interested in imbibing any of these, but he is fascinated 
weird. And takes one and begins to study to see just how they do it. Very interesting. After he examines it for a few minutes and figures out exactly how it is, he gives it to Hugh and says, Eh, I grow bored with this. Hugh drinks it. Hugh's head turns purple. <laughs> Glowing so purple. awesome. Hugh, you're taken aback by your purple head. Hmm. So that's a surprise for him. That's what she said. That's a good color for you. <laughs> is it? For Hugh? Uh, that's quite a Hugh, Hugh. He's got sort of darkish hair with purple face. Not terrible. Very interesting. As he swallows, you know, the, the glow removes itself. The place is just, it's not, uh, uh, the place is beautiful. It's just kind of pulsing in colors and people, uh, as the music is playing. Or so, not in the mood to appreciate it. I imagine not. Uh, Ren, I mean, he's already forgotten. Jamin who? Yo, Colban! Damn, is not forgotten, hey, but you gotta understand, guy. this place, they've been walking around in the Underdark, and they've been walking around on the airship, and they've been out in the middle of the desert. The airship is a stuff. flying ship! I know! Which is awesome for, like, the first eight months. Yeah. <laughs> but now <laughs> he is ship. amongst, like, this is His people. It. He's... With, he's he's a magic this town. is like this is like if Daemon decided to go vacation yeah. in a tornado. Yeah. Now like Ren, Yeah. Now Ren is just like, wow, this place is amazing. The people are kind of dicks, but this place is amazing. I'm a dick. They're a dick. And, We're all and <laughs> so he yeah, is just together. He is just soaking it all in. Very cool. Colvin goes up to the bartender and says. Um, he says, what do you sell here? Colvin's never been in a bar. <laughs> Easy, oh, Colvin. Remember the last time. No, you didn't. When? Oh my he god, he doesn't remember? He you says, got extremely drunk last time you drank. He believes you. Be careful. He's like, wait, when was that? A few oh, weeks ago, I think. First time on the ship. The bartender says, if you can think of it, we can pour it. Colvin's I think about Daemon. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't want to know what that tastes like. Pour some what? Probably give you gas. She needs some. Colvin says, "How about something orange?" Something orange. He says, "He says very well." He just reaches under the bar and pulls up the glass. It's just glowing orange. Brent says, "It seemed to make sense for him given the color theme." So he asks for something orange, and he says, "Thank you." Brent says, "I desire." It's orange juice. Ren says, I choice. desire a glass Orange is a good color. of rat blood. Just be careful with it. He's about to take a sip when Ren says rat blood, and he, like, spits <laughs> it a little bit. And then he kind of second-guesses second honest- his choice. Ren honestly says it. He says, I desire a glass of rat blood. What he, says, uh, you, he says, you understand that uh, Maybe his uh, any harm that may come to you is not our responsibility. Fine. Sign this. He says, okay, and he reaches under the counter and pulls out a uh, glowing deep red glass of uh, much thicker liquid. Ren says, <sighs> Ren, what Ren are you passes doing? him a gold and says, you can dump that out. I just wanted to see if you could do it. And I am impressed. <laughs> and then passes him an extra gold as a tip. Ren says, give me seven glasses, clean glasses. That haven't had Oh, blood. we can't do <laughs> that. Empty glasses. Empty glasses. He says, okay, and he reaches underneath, puts down uh, a glass, and you just see him hold his hand above it as he just 
As he moves his hand over, six more glasses appear. Or is it, it's an outsider thing. Brandis gathers them around into a circle and takes out Way his uh, gourd and unstoppers it. The <laughs> ah, purest water. water. Yes. And says, This is our drink. Every day, until we get them and back, we share a glass of this together. Ah! ah this Aurora will drink too. Coben drinks the water and he says, It tastes just like my orange drink. And then Ren feeling oh, bad and seeing the eyeball. Ren feeling <laughs> bad really and seeing the innkeeper eyeballing him takes out another couple gold and gives it to him and says, "Corkage fee." Corkage fee. Corkage fee because we opened. Because we brought our own. Oh. Goldman says, "Tell me the story of the of the gourd." Ah, uh, um, it's a dark and stormy night. I'm just going to roll. Are you actually going to tell? Are you, he doesn't have to tell. No, I'm just saying that, that as <laughs> whatever we drink, you want to say, regales the story. I don't. I, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. So every story we were in the same. desert, and Damon caught a whiff of some really pure elemental water. And there was somewhere. a lady, and she came out of the water and was like, "Oh!" And then we got gourds. I hope Damon isn't shrunk that's in this water somehow, and that's what he was telling us to look in it to find him and we're drinking. <laughs> I mean, I shrink the kids. That's exactly uh, what I can we get a room? Coleman he says, drinking his water and his we got rooms water. available. Excellent. Please. 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 So if it comes off, it crashes the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes. And he looks at Damon, knowing she's frequently better at getting cheaper rates. Not usually. It's trivial to get a room as you okay. uh, pass him some coin, and he says, uh, he sa- uh, but actually, when you ask, he says, documents. And hands up, sticks his hand out. Yeah. As he, uh, you see him hold his hand over, and uh, each of your sigils glow as he does so. And he says, "Okay, you can have a room until the end of the week." Perfect. Oh, Thank for the you. coin you just gave me. Oh. Bada bing, bada boom, done. You got a room. <laughs> Sweet. Or rooms, or however many you needed. Uh, let's go. He says, "How many rooms do you need?" He says, "We have rooms in every size." Uh, wow. Seven. Seven says, is that supposed to be funny? No, no, no. I think <laughs> it's cool. I think he's being cool with us. <laughs> he actually just smiles at Ren, and then he looks to the others. Ren's actually kind of smiling, too. He wasn't really serious about that. We need um, for seven people, right? Sure, seven. And one bigger than the rest. We can actually meet up with them. Yes. He says, A well, really big one. How specify big your size. It? He says, how big do you want it? Well, 30 by 30. Measurements. 30 by 30. I want a big room. Really big. We want your biggest room that you have. He says, done. And then as he puts his hand over your hands again, you feel a burning sensation. Ah. Another sigil is added to the uh, the sigil on your hands. What's it mean? He says, it's your key. My key? Oh. Colvin turns and walks through the bar towards the suites, and he doesn't do so with any sort of courtesy and ends up pushing a guy completely over. Oh, no. And doesn't really notice it, but oh. keeps walking. Oh, Aurora runs Slow up to him. Push. Hey, runs up to you're him. You're gonna lock me over. Hey, hey. Oh, jeez. Kind of Quick, walks through some people. Quickly the guy that gets knocked over uh, stays on the ground and continues talking to his buddy. Oh, and then his crazy. buddy says, I think you're on the ground. And the guy says, I'm in my chair. <laughs> Or it's like hiking up the stairs. Well. I assume there maybe are stairs in such a place. Who knows yeah. if they use stairs? Upstairs. When you get upstairs, 
After How many rooms did you get? Seven, and one big one. There's seven doors upstairs. Seven and one big one? No, seven. Well, there one of them is big. big. So yeah, seven doors then. Yeah. Ren immediately takes the big room for himself. Ass. Or sorry. <laughs> and it, you notice that as There's you no open the, the door, they clearly <laughs> the amount of space in all of these rooms it is far greater than the building looked from the outside. Magical. Um, <coughs> Colbin immediately goes over to the biggest pot of plant and takes the plant out of the pot and stands up the dirt. What are you doing? Oh. In his room. In his room. Right? It's much more are comfortable. Are we like... I mean, is that where the biggest plant is? Yes. Okay. Are we going Locked to sleep out. for the night now, or what are we doing? It's not that late yet. Because Ren's got some talk. business. Or, like, yeah, what are you guys doing in town? Out. What are you guys... Uh, it's up to you. Um, so what are our goals here? Ren, Ren wants to Find go back... Stoyla. Ren wants to go back and talk to the uh, ritual guy. Talk to ritual guy. Well, you're going to be talking to him for eight hours tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm He didn't say tomorrow, he just said anytime. I've got more pressing things I want to talk to him about because apparently anybody can put sigils on hands, and I want to figure out how you do that. Because if I can put my own papers on my hand, I'd rather do that and have my weapons. That may be a way to get Stoilet in. Uh, Just don't. Yeah. These people seem pretty sophisticated. I would hate to get us thrown out because of a poor forgery. Fraud. Probably not. I'm not saying I'm forging anything. I just want to figure out how they do it. Well, it says, I respect that. Just also, <coughs> we need to check with the. Uh, we should look into whether I would want to do that or go with do- with documents made by Ren. Um, I don't even know if I can make documents. Oh, I just want to see if you can. In- we also need to. Either way, we need to look into the reclamists because I don't think the isolationists would sponsor us, so we could walk around with our weapons. Unless, what's our? Yeah. yeah. What's what's our overall goal here? Like, we need to Colbert figure out. Someone asked Kiber. He says, "How were you planning on finding Stoilus? And she hasn't arrived. Yeah. Did she give any information as to where she was going in the city, or not really? Says. He says, I know she was planning on attempting to break into some sort of place here that contained the information that she needed. He says, I'm... We need our maps. He says, I don't understand some of the vocabulary she uses. She speaks very quickly and understands a great deal about magic. Yeah, they do that. She also might have gotten to where she needs to, but can't get out quietly. Yeah. Where is where are all the people being kidnapped from by Wrath, right? It seemed like High Mascar. Deep Mascar didn't seem to be having as much problems. I mean, oh. Ren also wants to figure out what's going on with the portals. Yeah. Speaking yes. of High Mascar, I think the yeah. bottom line is we need to get a better terms with people who know what's going on down here. Because we can answer a lot of this. Well, isn't part of the end goal of the throne of Omanond? That was the large. Yes, but I'm talking, I don't issue. think we're getting any answers yeah. from people. I think you need a leg up with the reckless. I know. I'm just trying idea. to say, what's the big picture, and then we figure out the steps yeah. to where we get there. Find Stoila, stop a wrath, maybe save Damon. I'm not sure Wah-wah. how we do that. Find water. <laughs> find water. That's so vague. There's In my belly. I'm seventy percent water. Mission complete. <laughs> okay. I Done. swear, wasn't there something where I like, he could talk to the Lady of Water? I mean, this was so but long ago. Any of you could. Any of us could talk to Lady of Water? She said, call her name. Call her true name over any body of water. Whatever it was. Does that count as a so pool? Mad we no. just drank Flask the connected. But did it always fill us? Yeah, Flask is never running. True. Um, any body of water. I think that's a yeah. thought for another time. Let's get to There's it. There's no water here. 
Well, it's well under, big bodies. No, no, no. Water. There's 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 subterranean lakes in the Underdark. There are fountains. Okay, we'll pass two of them. If we find a, a large, it has to be a large body. Of water. Does it have to be a large? Body? That's what she said. It's large. She said large. Well, was it just any body? You like want to start testing? God, it can't be a couple start water. Shouting yeah, names. A body of water. It has to be a body of water. Yeah. Which is not anything less than a lake. Yeah, yes. a fountain is not a body of water, but there are underground lakes that are certainly <coughs> bodies of water. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I just remember, I mean, we definitely want to do that. Did, wasn't there some, there wasn't a limitation on it, but wasn't it like, that's what it was. It's that she was saying, like, if everything goes okay, like, we won't need to call her. Like, there was something about that. I remember yeah. her saying everything that she did. Not everything okay. went okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware he's of that. He's got no brains. Thanks. That's that uh, yeah. gallery He's got here. no brains to hold him down. What We're I'm all the peanut is, gallery. What I'm saying is there's a reason yeah. we don't talk to her like, on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we do talk this to her... This wasn't plan A. It's not going to be like, hey, how's it going? It's like, why have you called me? So hopefully... You'll we'll have an answer for that? Yeah. Well, okay. From what I'm gathering... The throne is an important thing to follow up on. If we can find out more information about that, that would be useful. Uh, Keeper says, yes, the throne. That yes, is, uh, the throne. That and, is what she was coming here, to get information on. And if we can on. find Stoila, that might help towards that. And she also has extra information regarding... She was at the or, academy. Was at the academy. She was yeah. at the academy. That's extremely useful. We're probably she have could to go say there something about it. We have the ring, but we don't know how to use it. She Stoyla, may know how to use Stoyla it. is very important, not just for the... Throne. The throne is kind of a. I don't know what's going on here, but she's going to be. She is key not just to what's going on in Deep Mascara, but to the end result with a wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so those two things. I don't know if it's her. wise to necessarily go around asking if people have seen a typhoon sneaking around. Yeah. I think not until we get on better terms. I think actually. So maybe. We may just want to go to the and be like, hey. Maybe she got kidnapped. So, we need friends around. By here. the isolationists. We're, we're looking for our friend. No one will talk to us. Maybe we can trade some favors for information, and we'll just go to somebody. I'm up for that. Any so. at, the, at this point, any any lead is a good lead. So yeah, well, I don't see, yeah, I don't see us making any. We just need to be stuff. careful with them because if um, unless you guys want to take as a primary goal, go out and, and search and track down a subterranean lake. No. no I bet Zahar knows where one is. We just got one. Zahar. Is there a subterranean lake in the area? Both Zahar and Aurora uh, should be fairly trivial for either one of them to locate a subterranean lake. Says, um, Aurora has a natural ability to sort of navigate these sorts of places. Like, and Zahar <laughs> is just plain familiar with these tunnels. Yeah. You know, it's like a couple hours of traveling or whatever, but you yeah. can find one. <coughs> I mean, obviously we're not going to like go to the lake and Dan is just like waiting there for us, but I would love to at oh, least get some scope of what the lady the uh, the water has to say about Damon's situation. Yeah. Well. Does anyone does anyone think that that should be the primary? Brandon says it seemed like he was in great suffering. Yeah. Brandon says, I mean. Yeah, I I would not mind making that a priority because if it's as easy to do as yeah, because right that, now if that's even what he meant. Hopefully. Well, we'll be able to find out. If anything, there's some information. Yeah. We can. I'd, I'd like to get those answers. It's probably a more concrete lead than many of the things we have going on here. I'm sure that whatever the reclamists <laughs> want us to do is not going to be um, simple or easy. Legal. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'd rather find a lake before we're wanted. Like True. Fine. So, you guys want to do that now? I mean, we were saying it wasn't that we're late. We're just walking so. back and forth. I actually am not opposed to that because I would like to it's have Damon back. Because yeah. I trust Damon Battle more than I trust Colvin. No offense, 
No offense. But we've been around with Damon. He says, none taken. <coughs> I still have much to learn. And he kind of like... <laughs> Standing in a pot of plant. <laughs> in your defense, though. About your ways. You had yourself up pretty well in that fight. He says, uh... He says, I thank you. It, uh... He says, there is, uh... There is much uh, of the ways of battles hidden within me. Kind of. Yeah, you may have been doing all kinds of crazy things while you were... I guess you were in the earth for a really long time? He says, I know very... I remember very little of my time spent down in the earth node. He says, I only a very deep voice speaking to me in, in Dwarven. He says, many, many things he said, and Dwarven? I don't remember any of them, but... It was, he spoke to me of the earth and of of his long history with it. I feel like maybe he taught me to be this way. Hmm. I kind of like looks like. Hmm. A dwarven voice from the earth. Interesting. He hmm. says, Aurora, my, my, many of my people, the Goliaths, hmm. speak dwarven and, and worship dwarven gods. He says, do not know who it was. But it, it is a it is a, a voice that I will remember. Probably not Morden. He's more of a creator type god. Mm-hmm. She, she thinks Aurora's deep in thought she about the. It's been a while since she saw about dwarven gods. Is that lake? How far? <laughs> like, like, I figure we're walking as we're talking. Whatever, a couple hours, hour. We were on full speed okay. ahead to save Dad, and I was like, "We're walking and Let's talking." Let's get a room. <laughs> Let's rest. Colvin says yes and steps out of his plant and starts tracking dirt across the floor. Aww. Improving relations with outsiders. One step at a time. Day. Stepping out of the large room. Zoom down the stairs. You go wherever you want to go. Outside. Outside. To the lake. What's the Towards the lake. What's the relationship like, Zahar? Asking Zahar, asking Aurora. Aurora sometimes likes to be asked, but, like, does she make it a point to be like, ask me? Or, Um, I know where the lake is. She's just going there. So, if you're following her. That is Aurora's way. Yes. Then you're following her. She walks the direction. And Zahar happens to be right next to her. Did there happen to be two lakes lakes that are equidistant, and Zahar and Aurora were going to go to different ones? Uh oh. (laughs) And then there was a fight. Oh, God! 1890, yes. One. No. No. Just one lake. Nope. They Just walk in the same direction. Single lake. No conflict here. Thousand no. miles. Fortunately. You well, can, that was close. If you're if you're very perceptive, you can probably hear the water flowing through the stone. No. I bet Colvin uh, could. I bet you Colvin could. He gets distracted by something else that's going on under the earth. There's probably a lot of things in going on under the earth. There's Words a lot of things. I've rocks. turned over some rocks in my day. There's a lot of critters under there. It is strange to Brandis hears his own massive heart beating. Traveling through the Underdark has become a... not quite routine, but getting there activity for you guys. Uh, (coughs) At one point, perhaps, you see some tracks of drow and ignore it. Um, Yeah. Wow, that's difficult. But, uh, you know, walking through a lot of the uh, critters and such shy away from a group uh, as large as yours. You know, you do have, like, eight guys with you. Um, yeah, right. Heptos has been following along... Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, Heptos is, is here. Sorry, Heptos is here, too. Yeah. Battle. I forget all the NPCs we have. really just, I mean, autopilot for ignoring Heptos. Walking through, uh, Heptos speaks up, and he says, 
I have heard stories from, um, he says, Clethen told me about the, uh, Lady of the Water. He was there with you, right? Uh, he would have been, yes. Yeah, yeah Clethen. He says, he says, I'm very interested in meeting her. Actually, was he? He may have waited outside the oasis, no. but he was told the story. No, 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 that was before we went to oh, rescue wait. him. You're right. Um, I don't think this is a story that we necessarily have told Hectos about the Lady Brandis of the Water. told, he says, he says, ever since you told me about the uh, Lady of the Water, I have been interested in meeting such a being. I'm intrigued. Well, we'll meet her soon enough. If you guys stop yakking. <laughs> he nods and uh, picks up the pace and moves and continues to move forward. Zahara, you notice, he's just so naturally through here in the Underdark. I mean, he's just, he's on the right side of the, um, the, the, the oh, yeah. passageway, so, like, and then the all of a sudden comes, he's yeah. on the left side, and then he's on the right side, and he's on the left side. I mean, he's clearly just like moving between the shadows. Uh, and at first, you've been it's been a while since you guys have traveled with him. You, you know, it looks like okay, this is what he does. You're not starting to get the impression that no, he's actually trying to show off. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> perhaps when alone, I'm he's not so actually surprised. doing this, uh, and that. You know, he's trying to just be like, look what I can do. Was the indication that he showed up in a shadow like this, and then the next shadow like this, and then the next shadow like this? <laughs> Ren, as as we're walking, <laughs> rotates. Yeah. As the group me? is walking, and and uh, Zahar next. is darting in and out of the shadows, Ren, in the blink of an eye, has a fireball in his hand, and he hurls it at Zahar. Okay. Or ignores it completely. Coleman. Zahar teleports out of the way. I always knew Ren would be the first to murder one of us. Zahar <laughs> says, ignore them. When he teleports out of the way, Ren looks at him and nods as Zahar nods back. Unbeknownst to you guys, Ren and Zahar have an agreement where Ren is now Zahar's Keto. And Amazing. And on your post? To keep him on his toes, what? Ren constantly, every, not constantly, but every once in a while, frequently, just throws crap at Zahar to keep him on his toes. Like this. This is... I think we should all... I would like to believe that this agreement that came about because Ren. Ren just started throwing fireballs at him randomly and Zahar didn't seem to mind over Ren would never throw a fireball at Zahar unless it had been discussed first. Wow. Because Ren is a huge Zahar. But Corbin, Ren has actually thrown fireballs at you guys without asking for permission. Corbin doesn't know that. Aurora does... looks at Ren <laughs> and sees that Zahar doesn't care. Says nothing. It's it's more complicated than <laughs> and that. And continues walking. <laughs> People are complicated. Brandis is sometimes. familiar with this tactic and really no, considers very little of his sword of not very little of all to keep this. him on his toes. He's decides that we should probably talk about it beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Think fast. The fine Endor group. Everyone does that to each other, like in a circle. So we're all dead. There's a mind flare off in the distance just watching us going, ah, I'll just let those I'll retards kill themselves. Wait until they're dead and then <laughs> lap up the brains. Alright. Doesn't take that long before you find a kind of large underdark lake. The water here is very cold. Hopefully this will work. So it's the infested with giant creatures that will yeah. try and eat you. Yes. Well, Indeed. not to not to ruin your day or anything, but uh, those Doom Island things do originate in the Underdark. Thanks for reminding me. Things. Things. Colvin yeah. says, 
It's a large leg, 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 leg. There is a there is a profound and a extremely clear echo in this in this cavern. And uh, you can hear kind of like small drips of water, but literally it could be like hundreds of meters away that that drip is happening because of the incredible acoustics in this area. Prince, this hand in the water. It's cool. Easy there. They sense vibrations. Brandis, you do it. Brandis, always one to not shy away from yelling at a beautiful woman. That's for sure true. Calls out, Lady of the Water, we seek an audience. Audience. <laughs> you hear it echo over the water for a while. You know, it's 30 seconds as you can hear, still hear the last of the echoes kind of move over and come back, bouncing off uh, walls Maybe that's that her name. So far yeah. away. And then you see the water start to move as a figure starts swirling out and just water is rising up out of the lake on its own as you see just kind of water flowing down and dripping over this kind of, not quite cylinder, but you know, just big um, column. column of water come up. Uh, and as the water drips down, you can see a face revealed as the fami- uh, somewhat familiar face of the Lady of the Water is there in the dark. Uh, she has, you know, long blonde hair, and uh, just go ahead and describe her. You remember yeah. her better. Yeah, it's exactly like, like Greg was saying. He's right on. It's a cloak of, uh, of kind of shimmering water that seems kind of like somewhat lit from within, and kind of the, the water on the head kind of parts into a cloak, kind of draping down at her back, and it's just kind of beautiful golden locks that kind of like pour down the, the sides of her head, and an extremely attractive female human face um, with uh, crystal clear blue eyes, and a really kind of, uh, I guess, a sparkling uh, voice that is the kind of, that is high-pitched, but, but kind of seems to, to undulate as, uh, as she speaks, she says... She says, she says, greetings once again. Hello. She says, she says, why do you come to me this day? We bring terrible news. Ren says, we hate to summon you on such uh, short notice and on these terms, but we have uh, need of your assistance. She says, I have... Uh, I have pledged myself to assist you where I can. She, uh, Ren says, as you probably can tell, one of our party is not with us. She says, yes, where is he, the creature of wind? That is what we hoped you could assist us with. He is lost? Fallen Ren proceeds to tell the story of how he fell and the... the he was... The, Attempt to yeah. revive him and the vision that we saw. Throughout, uh, kind of explaining the story as she's listening to the, the story of the mind flare and eating his brain, she's just kind of sitting there, not really giving away much. Um, you know, you can't really kind of tell what emotion she's feeling as she's just listening to the story, and uh, you know, she hears your attempt to raise dead. But as you start, uh, as you explain the scene that you saw in that house. 
in or in that uh, that building where his soul was, you know, pulled into this thing. She says, uh, she says, when did this happen? Just now. Uh, she says, when? Specific. Mere hours ago. Hours Cole ago. says it was, he says, he kind of, he like literally points in a direction to where like they, they fought. He said, they killed him over there. It was hours away. She says, his death, his death is inconsequential. It is that creature you saw, the shadow. Do you it know was it? Mere hours ago. She says, I do. I must. She says, Details. Details. I have. Don't you dare. Uh, she says, Time is short. I must make inquiries. I have to find out about this. She <laughs> said, I will. She says, I will do what I can to, to find him. I will call you. Uh, she says, I will return to you with what I know when I need your assistance. Should we wait here by the lake? She says, No. It How will could you take us? quite some time. How will you contact us then? We can't just. Hang out by every body of water. She, she can probably contact. She says, <laughs> "You can show says, up in my po- in my bath or something." She says, "Water is okay. never too far away. I will yeah, find she's you." She's just gonna pop up in the bath, isn't she? And then she just—I mean, baths? she looks. Excuse me. Concerned for Aurora, but like you see the water around, you know, where her cloak, where her like her flowing cloak hits the lake. You see, it's kind of causing these big waves to come off as they're just kind of crashing to the shore. Even over, you know, deep into the blackness of the Underdark, you see them moving as it appears Wait, is that there nothing we can do? her agitation is just kind of, like, causing this entire lake to just shake and quake. And you can even, like, feel the walls shake a little bit uh, as the as so much of the water is moving around. As she starts to disappear, Ren says, or if she's disappearing. She's not disappearing yet. Oh. Ren says, hey, not to be a stickler or anything, but... Stickler. With all of these... Good word. Uh... Waves you're causing. Can you make sure that anything that's under the surface stays under the surface while we're sitting here talking to you? She says, I I do not have the time. She says, I will contact you when the time is ready. She says, I must I must talk with some others. And there's nothing we can do in the and meantime? She starts I can't, to Damn she cool. says, can't give Good us luck. nothing. She says, this is out of your control. Not, never. And never she... Starts go. to disappear back into the water. Ren the looks water. and says, Ren looks at the group no. and says, I don't like this body of water. Let's go back and talk while we're walking. Fine. Yeah, we've had a large amount of noise here. Large. But his facial expression is still pretty sturdy. As the Lady of Water has fully disappeared mm-hmm. under the surface and the waves are still kind of like crashing. You can hear noises in the uh, in the cavern. You can hear the sounds of growling and uh, and kind of roaring. I mean, hard to tell where it's coming from because of the bouncing sounds. Let's just leave. Let's just leave. You all start moving away from the lake. Just let's go and talk at the same time. Okay, let's let's go. go. You guys move away from the lake immediately. We've got our weapons out. It's not like anything in the Underdark has ever really hurt us. That's true. Oh, well, we're not in the city. We have a <laughs> Except. Oh, wait. Why are we here? That's right. Corner man. Huge shadow snake hit you pit of the wall right in the corner. Avoid the Get your shots. Flash. Get him. Get him. Two left. As we're making our way, Hugh's doing his best to conceal our tracks so that anything that hurt him may have a slightly more difficult time following us. Yes. All right. I like that. You can make it to the uh, city with nothing following you. Good. Uh, over the course of a couple hours, but you guys go ahead and talk. 
So, I'm tired. So well, tired. I'm glad we went to the lake right away. She seemed very agitated. Um, but also concerned, and I do get the feeling she she possesses knowledge and power far outside our scope. Um, we need to stay alert and pay attention to, to any do. kind of contact that she tries to make with us. But for now, I think we've put this in the right hands. The right hands. Yeah. Colvin says, Daemon would know who could find him. And he knows all of you. He says, if if you were to find him, he would have called for you. Hmm. If he could. (laughs) Guru's not enthusiastic about this waiting thing. Yeah, I'm not too thrilled, but... He said, we will find the shadow. Well, hopefully later the water can tell us something, because I... I mean, he was in a portal. I mean, maybe you could do some arcane stuff to try and track down where the portal was, but... Uh, Ren reminds you guys how big and badass this thing was, and suggests that for the time being we trust in the Lady of the Water and wait for her further instruction. Okay. It is really our only real option. Yeah. And as right soon now. as we get contact, we we are we'll on, on that. It. We drop whatever we're doing, we go on it. But Agreed. Until yeah. then... But Ren would prefer to not go start trifling with potentially, like, the greatest god of Earth and yeah. primal okay. things ever. Because we have no idea. That's what it could be yeah, for all we yeah, know. We have very and I would rather not be squashed like a little bug if we uh, could have... Waited for the Lady of Water to say, "Yeah, all you have to do is say Kablamo, and he just goes away, and you've got your friend." Rena says, and meanwhile, on a much lighter note, Arath is still trying to end the world. She yeah, there's it. that. <laughs> you always Shit. know just what to say. Well, I mean, okay, let's be a little fair here. He's not trying to end the world. He's doing a really successful job at at, he's at, doing a great at job. ending the world. That's collateral damage to what he's trying to do. It's, much more fair comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> then what are we doing now? Balanced. We're going to go to the Reclamist. We're going to go to the Reclamist. So how are we going to pitch ourselves exactly? Hi, we're unarmed thugs to do your bidding. Give me the map if you guys are using that one. No, it's it's more about we need something from them. We're trying to... Um, and what are we offering in return? Um, armed services? We know that Sans arms. That I want to know if we can purchase weapons in town. That we heard that they are like the like most friendly people to outsiders. Saying that, say we all, we go in, we paint the isolationists as dicks, and all of a sudden we got like a conversation going. Yeah. You know what I hate isolationists. Yeah. Boom. I think that, that we could go in and work. or we could just try to distinguish ourselves from all the other foreigners walking around. They'd be like, "How do all these outsiders get into your city?" And they'd be like, and then they, they then they they tell us how they're coming in. And they're like, well, I mean, what how what are you guys planning to do with all these people that are showing up? Like, do you guys have any like sort of way of, of interacting or networking or kind of managing um, the foreign populations? I mean, do they just do whatever they want? This is exactly what we should be doing. Bureau Why of are we doing this right now? And they'd be like, okay, hey, maybe we can be this. liaisons. Hi. All right, so it doesn't take much. Uh, it's pretty trivial friends. to find out uh, the information of where the Reclamus headquarters is. Did you show right us on the map? Under the Which 14. is uh, number 13. Number 13? Oh, it's the, way over there. Uh, the west side of the map. West side. West side. Um, 
Yeah, that is uh, we're all, that is we're all very wild. Reclamist headquarters. <laughs> this is which, Westside versus from where you are, which is in uh, one of these areas in three. It's just uh, kind of a walk down the street, and uh, you can head on down. What does uh, is the does the reclamist versus isolationist? Is there does there seem to be much that distinguishes the two other than political philosophy? Yeah, was there somewhere like a black sword painted on someone's coat? Yeah, what yeah. symbol was? Are you asking around? Yeah, we're looking around and yeah, asking around. I stop. Can I say that I stopped by the freaking like place where we got our guide for a thousand gold on the way back in? Yeah, because that's coming over the door and say, "Hey, on. are you still around?" What's his name? Cool. Zap Pop. I wouldn't mind having a guide, you know, for the the guy flowers. who's uh, he's still working there, and he says, uh, "No, not, not that guy. The guy who uh, assigned you." Zoma. He says, Zomap. I warned you to uh, try to make sure that you are respectful to people. Uh, my guide did not appreciate did not appreciate the uh, treatment. I'm sorry, but it's just not working out. What do we find? What treatment? We got fired. Because we stayed in the store for a really okay, long time. When we when yeah. someone says you guys were dicks and you say what treatment, makes us look worse, guys. Okay, guess we're going Sam's yeah, guy. Agreed. Whatever, moving hey, on. Hey, we were mean to the guy. That was we'll find a nice G's. person. Maybe we'll find a nice person. To that just... was not a thousand G's. That would be a million. Colbin's technique of like gold. grabbing someone who's going by and like asking questions at them loudly is something no that gets repeated a couple times. Questions. Like, it keeps happening. Okay, okay. Aurora, it happens like two or three times. Aurora has to deal with this shit. Okay, what does she do? She walks up to him, and in her nicest possible voice, she says, it's generally considered impolite to grab people and yell at them. He says, we do it all the time where I come from. Here, we hear much with delicate ears. It's better to speak in a softer voice and not grab people. But what if they won't stop and talk to you? Then you look for someone else. Then you gotta look for someone else. Cause what that could take a long time. Yes, well... Such is life. Learning patience Ren, is very useful here. Ren stands back and listens to this and is... Please. ...amused and... Uh, ...pleased with Colbin's line of thinking. Well, Owen seems puzzled at, at what Hugh and Aurora are, try, are trying to communicate to him. He knows that he he's here to learn a lot, and uh, and Oz says, and he says, I'll, "I'll take I'll take your lead." But I because sometimes there is a time for grabbing I, and yelling. I might have and to. When that's the time, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, right. Right. <laughs> I'm a grab slash yell kind of person. It's a small doses. Alright. All right. Carry on. And you heading on, over to the reclamists. And on the carry. The reclamists. Let Aurora do mo- or Aurora. Not Aurora. That's my niece. Let Aurora do most of the talking. She has a way with people. Mm. That's what I do. Some people. He nods and he says, uh, yes. Alright. Ren leans over and says, Aurora, let me do all the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Ren has a different sort of way with people. With a grin on his face and says, just (laughs) No, no, no. I'm totally (laughs) I agree. If you want to take the lead on this, go ahead. No, no. Ren. Ren was kidding. (laughs) He'll stand behind you and... Look dangerous. Look dangerous. Silent and menacing. Boom. 
You got the menace. He likes he likes Brandis's explanation. Just slowly, right. like, I, I assume it's, like, I it's fairly easy to locate the Reclamists. Yeah, Reclamist headquarters is fairly difficult to miss, as it has oh. a large crowd of people milling around the entrance with gray coats and stern expressions. A few of them appear to be in an animated discussion about assault tactics, and a few others are sparring in front of the courtyard. Some guards stand here as well, keeping an eye on everyone moving in and out. Okay, well, we'll just catch one of their eyes. She raises a hand and waves a little bit, hoping for permission to just walk on through. She's going to attempt a slow method. Uh, one of the guards looks over and he steps forward and he says, Do you have business here? And then he, like, looks at your hand and says, Documents. <laughs> As he looks and he Maybe says, you have a key to that inn. It's great. Entry not permitted. Well, can I talk to you just right here? He says, uh, he says, We're not talking to outsiders right now. But, uh, any idea hope. when? <laughs> Ren says, I think you might want to talk to us outsiders. Yes, I'm a very, very different kind of outsider, very knowledgeable and, and uh, helpful and sympathetic to your cause. He says, he says, we have all the help we need as he, as he kind of gestures around. He says, he says, can't risk who you might be working for. Working for? Anyone in particular I should be concerned about? He says, I will bring the guards. Please don't. Daniel says, Why did your you man... Mean... Colvin says, Why did your He's man a... kill the other man in front of the city earlier today? Yeah, oh, that's good question. He, uh, he narrows his eyes and he says, He says, We don't comment on uh, rumors of activities that our members do. He says, It wasn't a rumor. I was there. It happened. It best not to push the subject. Just, he says, I have not seen anything with my own eyes. He says, I cannot comment. What's up with this guy? Is, Can we uh, inside check Ren? this? He's a guard. No, Ren? I want to I see if he's Ren says, deliberately being obtuse with me. Yes. Yes, he is. He's a guard. Ren says... Well, his old job is to tell you to... What does Ren say? Ren he's says, we don't want to... We don't want to be a burden, but we have... Uh, we seek information from you. We may also uh, be able to lend some assistance, but we need to talk to someone that is in the know. Bring all the guards you need to protect yourselves, but you can even come to the gates. We'll wait here. Uh, but You don't want no trouble. We just no wish an audience with someone to speak with them for a few minutes and rolls a 35 diplomacy. He says, I understand where you're coming from, outsider, and we do appreciate the help that you... Uh, we do appreciate your concern for our privacy, he says, but until the current situation is resolved, he says, we just can't spare a minute. What is the current situation? He says, situation? you don't know what's going on here, do you? Who Brenda says, ask? it's about the throne of Omanon. <laughs> Ren's like, god damn it. He... He, uh... He looks at Brandis and he says, "He's just he's silent for a moment." Brandis, I think you're right. No, he's not saying what the problem is. He's saying like our We're affairs discussing. are related yeah. to the throne. Yeah. Throne of Lebanon. 
Oh, God. Oh, stay. <laughs> yeah. Cold says, didn't happen. He says, we... This is a bluff. Brandis is just trying to name drop something that these guys might know about. He says, we That's especially obvious, wouldn't everyone. discuss such matters with outsiders. It would be best if you left. He says... And then he looks back and then he says... He says, go ask someone on the street why, uh... You know, what's going on. He says... He says, do you not realize that there's been a murder? No. There was one earlier today that we saw. He says, I'm not talking about the rabble. So, a big name murder. Who does? Uh, he just... He just sighs and he says, did you just enter town this morning? Yeah. Yes. Oh, he says, what is your business here? And then he looks again at the symbol and he says, you're here to help your friend. What does this have to do with your business? Who died? Ren is just standing here silently, like <laughs> fuming, and it's just like, "Fuck!" Let's go talk that. to someone on the street. Jeez. He says, "He says, Ilfamum." Ilfamum. Hit for Jack. Twenty-two. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Ilfamum, a common name among the. Would you get twenty-two? Yes. Learn more history. So what you know. actually know Check. Oh him. The name Ilfamum in uh, <coughs> in Amaskari history. Doesn't and I'm having a Lord, uh, Lord Ilfamum was fart. the uh, He was is way back when What was an ancient Amaskari hero. He's actually the one responsible for bringing the surviving Amaskari people into the Underdark. Yes. He was the, and making the seal. grand artificer who created the seal. Has he been alive for a long time? He says... Do we say that to him? No, no. I'm asking my brain that. No, no. It's certainly not. You assume this is someone who's named after him. Oh. He says the night before he was to be... uh, He was to undergo the ceremony to take uh, the seat of the emperor. He was murdered. So a... A leader type fellow? He says, the next emperor of Deep Amaskar. Uh, no, he says, the next emperor of Amaskar. Colin says, surely you must suspect the isolationists. Uh, he just scowls and he says, of course. He says, but no proof has been found. Isolationists. Those curs. Scum. <laughs> Come on, guys. You just wanted to say that. He says, we're on the brink of civil war here. We cannot... Uh, we cannot risk bringing anyone in, no matter how trustworthy you may seem. I'm pretty trustworthy. Gotta admit. You have high standards. He says, besides, allowing more outsiders into our ranks would only exacerbate the issue with the isolationists. Which we don't want to do. So we'll just... No one's going to do diplomacy. Under the table. No kidding. But he says, he says, well then, what can we do on the street? He says, why don't you tell us what to do? Brennan says, we want to help. They don't want to hurt you. He says, uh, he says, I don't know what you can do. He says, you want, uh, you want information? You may have to hang around for quite a while until this whole thing blows over, or worse. We'll blow it over for you. <clears throat> and well, then he says, I don't know. please, you must move away, as he, uh, um, he sees kind of more guards moving around. He says, I can get into trouble just talking to you about this. Okay, uh, sorry, Mr. Let's, let's back up. Yeah, I think we need some streetwise checks. Yeah, we gotta kind of regroup and figure out what we're gonna do. Okay. 
Well, let's actually let's explore the city a little bit. We don't know what any of the rest of the numbers are. Right. So let's. Uh, Maybe we could just. Goblin is gonna go hike around a jog around the entire city. It is kind of a big loop. Oh, for the Hugo's with him. Athletics. Aurora does. Are we? Not are we? Want to go, but she's going to. Boom. Athletics forty. Athletics. Colbin just of his own initiative 14. started running off in a direction, and he was like, "Shit!" and ran after him. That's exactly. Aurora right. said the same thing, but she didn't run because she tripped and nice got a fourteen, jack. and is now limping along. She sprained her ankle. So I have to chase you now. I mean, yes. I'm running <laughs> athletics of a forty. Athletics of a forty, great. I'm at a twenty. One. Like, as, as long as you can keep track of me where I'm going, there is perception. I, actually, that would make even more sense. I'm tracking you. I'm not. It comes yeah. clear rather quickly that I'm not keeping up. I'm tracking him. So let's try this again. As he's running around the city, endurance, moving over onto the east side, Ooh, he sees yeah, the attitude. Uh, Thirty-seven. The attitude shift greatly of the people around him as starting to turn uh, more heads as they're looking at him, and he just starts getting a lot of uh, nasty looks. Just like back at the bar, Colbin picks a line and just keeps running. <laughs> what? Good idea. What's Brandis doing? Brandis, uh... It's like a horse. These guys, two, these two guys took it off, and Brandis just kind of got pulled into the, yeah. into the thing. Back. I did an endurance check. Nice. So, you win the race... Brandis finishes with a resting heart rate. Endurance 35. <clears throat> ready to fight at any time during that jog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait. Aurora, Aurora wants to use her engineering to cut them all off by finding a, a more efficient route. She's not going to take a loop. Not that running. She's just going to walk this way because they're going to trajectory-wise meet right up with her. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, straight to the finish line. Straight to the finish line. 25. Respectable. All right, for sure. She tries. She meets up with Hugh. Yep, you get easily distracted. Ren is sitting there, kind of looking at some of the sigils and stuff that are carved on the gate to the uh, compound. And when he turns around, he sees all of his companions making haste that way. And he doesn't know why. And he's like, "Could be being chased." He's like, "I." I'm three feet tall, and there's no way I can catch them right now. So, Ren... Nightmare. Nightmare! Looks at the... No, no he's not pulling out Nightmare right now, because that would scare smart. the shit out of all the people. <laughs> That's true. So, he decides, well, I will meet up with them in a few, and he turns around, and he makes his way back to the Ritual Caster. Uh, it's Colman who first hears... Uh, actually, uh, yeah, Colbin and uh, Brandis is not far behind. Someone speaks his name. Just Colbin. Colbin keeps running and looks to see who, call, who, calls, who says his name. And there's someone gesturing him over. Uh, Colbin stops and does an inside check. It's going to be 29. He says, Somebody seeks an audience with you and your friends. Colbin, uh... Uh, Colbin looks around Doesn't see any of his friends He says My friends aren't here <laughs> he, sa- he says Indeed you split up It's making my job harder He says uh, Will you help yes. me find them 
Brandis uh, shows up just a couple seconds later and is behind. There's one. I think and I saw is Hugh. Uh, Hugh is actually Hugh tracking him. Uh, I think I saw Hugh coming by, and I said, I believe he has one of our speaking stones. This man wants to speak to us. Does he seem of genuine intent? What is he? He does. Is he a mascara? He's a mascara. Can we tell if he's an isolationist or a reclamist? He's seeing not, a guy at a shop. He is not wearing uh, the symbols of either side. He's seeing a guy at a shop. Well, I know, but I'm just asking for you. He's not wearing the symbols of either side. Okay. Um, what what uh, symbol was the guy wearing, the, the guard that we were talking to? Was Which he wearing the black the sword, on, or the white, the black sword, or the the white cloak? Yeah. There's a there was, sash. There was like a sash and a cloak, right? Sash. Yeah. Uh, he was wearing uh, the symbol <coughs> of the, which one is Reckless, which one is uh, yeah, cloak okay. the black sword. I think it's a great coat with a. No, he's not wearing a black sword. So he's wearing the other thing. Black sword is isolation. The guy with the white daggers was a member of this guy's crew. Right. There's something with like a gun with spikes coming out. I didn't hear that right. Yeah. We saw like a hundred different things. <laughs> I mean, it was an awesomely well described scene, but we really did do a good job at gleaning too much, too the identifying information out of that. I think anyone That's with a true. weapon is. Yeah. Do we all have white knives? Yeah. I feel like the guy had a mole. Look for guys with a mole. The reclamation. The reclamation. The reclamation. Get him! <laughs> I'm a merchant. I'm called Mole. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just call it the symbol of the reclamists for now. I okay. don't remember uh, um, which one, which is which. He is, he's not, this guy is not wearing either. Um, does he have the sound of does, does he have weapons? Does he have any kind of like weaponized belt or anything? No, but uh, you can tell that, you know, he's much like almost everyone else that you're seeing. Um, magic heavy. Yeah, magic heavy, and uh, he has a wand on his belt. <laughs> a whizzy. So that's a weapon, I guess. So yeah. he meets. Where does he meet us on the map over there? Like Colvin was really doing the circuit. He started going above seven clockwise around the oh, city, wow. and he gets back up to above seven. Okay, you're beating me, but you're winded, man. I don't know, man. He says. He says. Besides, you don't want to travel any further down this 48. road. You'll be killed. Ah, that was a critical. Brennan says um, we should uh, we should wait here until we. Uh, until we contact our group and not travel forward. He said yeah. we'll get killed if we go further ahead. Um, this is the bad side of town. Um, so does uh, you have one of the speaking? Um, whatever, if you if it is yes. convenient, then yes. 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 He calls Aurora and... Who shows up? That's right, you meet me before <laughs> I meet them. Uh, uh, hi! <laughs> it says... So where's Ren? He's I, what is he the feeling? He's feeling... Okay. Let's go where he's Lord. Um Hugh tells him, go wait for me at the end. I'm going to go find Ren. And he goes and basically tracks down where Ren is. Tracking. It doesn't take right. him too long. Um, did the guy say where? The, uh, is he just waiting here, basically? He says, yeah, come, I will take you. Yeah, well, uh, so what? once we've grouped up, it takes a little bit. It takes some doing. way too long for a group this awesome. Um, or too fast, because it's hard to get that much awesomeness together. Anyways, um, we gather up, and uh, and Brandon says to this guy, uh, at least someone wants to talk to us. Oh boy, that's a change. That's a, that's <laughs> At least it's a good sign, or the, someone trying to murder us. The best lead. Call me, call you know, me. I would welcome the change. It would be everyone warning us about getting killed. On the way over. Like, I'm gonna get you. Colvin leans over to Brandis and says... So we were running around this, as I was running around the city I was trying to look for a place where Stoyla might sneak in I didn't see anything 
Arda says, we are certainly strangers in a strange land. The walls seem so very strong. Every time, Marissa actually says, um, you may get used to this if you uh, travel with us for a bit, but it seems that every time we come to a new area, we must prove ourselves again. We, uh, our, our past exploits mean nothing to the people of this this town. And the importance of our mission, of course, is lost on. Yeah. So, he knows sagely at the wise words of Brandis, the experienced words of Brandis. Subtlety in battle and human interaction. <laughs> that's, that's humanity. That's this human. Racist Alright, so you get Ren. Yeah. <coughs> We're all together again. Put me up with the guy. Says, so, so speak your mind. Yeah. Uh, no, it's time for, to run talk to the dude. Oh, yeah, no, there's no, time. Right. I said there's time. Um, so talk your talk. Ren gets into the shop and he check it out. Finds the guy. The guy looks pretty tired from the ritual that we had just done not that long ago. And he goes up to him and he says, <clears throat> he says, "Might I have a word with you?" Uh. He says, I'm not busy. Rand says, I have a question about uh, some interesting pieces of magic that I've noticed in walking around your your uh, town. He says, I think you'll find many interesting pieces of magic, many of which you've probably never seen before. Rand says, touche. One of which... He says, there is no greater place in the world. Rand says, one of these pieces of magic is your uh, seeming, your ability to uh, imprint documents, as you call them, <laughs> onto people's Answer. bodies. It seems that even the the least of uh, people in uh, Deep Mascar is able to do this. And I am just he, wondering... Uh, he kind of tilts his head at that, he says, well, what do you mean? The barkeep. I say, any, I mean, the guard at the gate could do it. The barkeep could do it. It seems says, you are naming some prestigious positions in our town. It says, do you mean to be disrespectful with your words? Ren says, not at all. I did not know the, uh, the hierarchy of 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 people. Guardsmen, barkeep. In other in other bar. towns that I have awesome. that I have come to, the barkeeps and the guardsmen are not as revered. It is nice to know that you in a mask are. Uh, um, have, a different way of doing have a different way of doing things and that you put value in all people. He says, those charged with guarding the front gate, the most important position in our city, is quite prestigious indeed. And those who uh, choose to run an entire business uh, while also keeping their uh, magical skills as honed as anyone else, he says, it is respectful. Rand says, I agree. <laughs> and I am pleased Rats. to see that you and Amaskar have share the same ideals as myself. Hmm. He says, yes. Anyway, what about the documents? Fairly recent magic that had to come up with something when the Great Seal broke. Ren says, I'm curious how you how you do this. How, how is it that you are able to imprint this on people? He kind of looks around when you say that, and he says, he says, that is not something I can tell you. You cannot tell me because I am not from here, or because of my, uh, because I am a stranger, or because I do not hold high enough rank. He says, "I <laughs> am not an idiot." 
He says, says, and I was not inferring the truth. He says, I'm fairly certain I know what intention you would have to know how to manipulate that symbol on your hand and uh, know what bad can come of it. And should anyone know that it was me that gave you any sort of information that led to that, it could be in a lot of trouble. Ren says, Surely you do not think that I would go and try to manipulate the symbol on my Get, hand. Give a straight face. I would not. I, surely I would not want to tarnish your good name, for you have been so helpful to us. Let's see a nice bluff check there. What about his Real good. Because that's bullshit if ever there was some. There's only some. one card. Like I hope there was one. 24. He, he says... He says, yes, certainly. (laughs) You bluffed well enough for him to be polite. (laughs) Ren says, well... I'm also a lamasu. Perhaps... Perhaps when our business is done here, we can discuss these matters further. And that is when uh, Hugh comes in, finds you in here. Can you stop, Eric? Oh, sorry. Uh, When Hugh comes in and finds you, and he says, he says... There are places in the town that it is said where such information could be found. You should seek them out. Ren tips his hat and says... Mark on the map. He doesn't mark on your map. (laughs) Ren says... I said seek them out, not go to where I said to go. (laughs) Ren says, I thank you, and until tomorrow, when we discuss rituals. He says, I look forward to it. And with that, Ren goes with you. He All goes right. back to the inn, which is where they told the other people to meet, and there they are waiting. Hooray. Hi, Ren. The man in robes says, says, shall we go? This is everybody. Yes. What is your name? Says Colvin. And says, my name is not important. I'm just here to bring you to, uh, bring you to that which has summoned you. <laughs> Ren Long says, name. would you care to tell us who has summoned us? Says uh, this person would prefer to tell you uh, tell you themselves. Friend says you cannot give us Ooh, anything. Mysterious. I do not like to walk blindly into summons, for it could be a trap. He says your caution is quaint. <laughs> uh, quaint, considering we witnessed a murder in the streets today, and we have been treated like shit for being outsiders. <laughs> I want to know a little You're bit before grumpy we go. Again. He says, I'm the one no who offense. warned your friend you're not the waltz into isolationist territory where they would have cut him down. Our friend is... Oh, yeah. let's hear this. New. <laughs> 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 Such a good choice of words. New. How does... Yes. That could mean so many things. Probably. Goldman says, yep. I think Red is right. He says, what you're doing is pretty shady. He says... Well, you can continue to try to find cooperation amongst the people here in town, as you've been having great success doing, or you could come with me. And then he just starts walking out. Ren kind of shrugs and says, okay, and starts walking out, and as he walks, he snaps his fingers, and little sparks of fire and embers fall off onto the ground. Or snaps. In kind of a a showing, not really... But kind of showing, like, I don't need my goddamn weapons. <laughs> I can nuke this town. No problem. Everyone's going? I Colvin's going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Following Aurora's advice, just following her lead. Yep. Right. 
Again, Brandon just says, we go from being like these like heroes of every place we leave, and we come to a place like this, and we just get pushed around by everyone. Damon says, you guys tell a lot better stories than we actually get treated. Just wait, it happens <laughs> later. It's always a later bit. He says, I know. He guides you up north through the town, not too far. Fight you get to run away from. Up to spot eleven there on the map. Eleven. I was wondering what that was. Literally hasn't seen anything. A place of understated beauty and refinement. The royal hall is stately and contained. A place of straightforward functioning with a single grand staircase, which ascends to a magnificent structure made of strange deep purple stone. White tapestries and banners hang from poles and pillars depicting uh, regal images of Amaskari men and women. A contingent of highly trained guards stand at attention at each step, artfully garbed in magical imbued armor and robes, helms and capes. Each seems to have a unique and personalized weapon. Magical auras, uh, auras arc continually around the perimeter of the grounds in bursts of spiraling light. A large rectangular pool of glowing water overflows before it, spilling two small rivers over each edge. The rivers flow over the edge of the tier down into two more pools sitting at the base of the residential district below. As you can see on the map. Yeah. He takes us all the way there. That's kind of... He takes you up the stairs. Amazing. Whoa. Don't say anything. We'll die a very... Prestigious. Prestigious death. <laughs> Thank you. I was couldn't think of the word. He uh, he opens the yeah, you know, or as he walks forward, a couple of the people at the doors open the big gates as or the big um, large front doors as you walk in, and he guides you up some very uh, decorated staircases. And as you step, you can see that the floor kind of glows as you step, um, uh, and as uh, paintings and such on the walls. Uh, almost seem to move as you uh, walk up the stairs. Coming into a room. A woman is in there. And she says, Ah, yes, you've made it. Does she look familiar? She does not. Does she look like she wants to? He says, come, come on in. Have a seat. I would like to discuss some things with you. Well, you have us at a loss. You know our name, but... She says, yes, yes, I've been watching you since you entered the town here. Uh, our great city. I've been watching you since you entered our great city. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Colbin goes and sits down cross-legged. She says, my name is Meta." Pleasure to meet you. He says, Thank you, thank you. Uh, you've uh, probably found it difficult to get any cooperation here. I seek to help you out. That's very generous of you. He says, uh, It's somewhat selfish. Ren is looking <laughs> at her quite skeptically and says, What's the catch? Selfish, that sounds more like it. She says, This city, I love it. It, it is uh, It is my... Um, says, it is my home. I would not like to see it fall to the civil war that is approaching. People seem very disturbed in the streets. That's A man got killed earlier. Yes. Um, this woman uh, uh, is wearing, um, you know, 
robes that kind of almost flow in the wind that is not even in this uh, in the still air in this room, and she has long silver hair swept over her left eye, revealing only a single heather gray eye and peach pink lips. Mm-hmm. But she continues to talk, and she says, she says. She says, you know, you spoke to, uh, you spoke to the reclamists. He says, in prior days, perhaps they would have taken you in, would have helped you out. But with recent events and the murder of my brother, she says, things are going very poorly. Who's your brother? Interesting. Uh, Hugh sort of puts two and two together then. Are you of the royal family then? She says, I am. I am the younger sister of my twin brothers. Which one of them died? She says, Oh no, not one of the... You don't... She says, I'm sorry, I forget how little you know. Call it zero and you'll probably be close to accurate. She says, My brother Ilfamum, he was murdered a week ago. Named after the great, uh... Maskari hero, no doubt. She says, Indeed, he seeks to keep... Uh, the peace that we had here going for so long, but uh, you know, someone disagreed with it, as there are many who would. The isolationists and reclamists do not like the neutral party. He says, my twin brothers Soldin and Tervis. He says, they now claim equal right to the throne. I see. Uh, Ren says, and do they know of your uh, speaking with us right now. She says, they will know. Word travels fast, especially to people uh, as esteemed as them. And is this going to be okay with them? Or have we made ourselves two enemies in the city? She says, in many ways you are already their enemies, but I will bring you closer. I can convince them that having you help out is the right thing to do. That's they each suspect crazy. the other uh, well, they each claim to suspect the other of this murder. Hmm. Oh. So you think one of the <coughs> parties is responsible? She says, it is certainly possible, and we cannot trust those who are investigating the murder. Everyone has, uh, everyone has connections in one way or the other to the, part, the political parties, and they are very influential. We need, we need someone truly neutral, someone from the outside... Ren asks if each of her twin brothers uh, represent one of the political parties. Basically, are both parties represented in the family? Let's say that again. Uh, is one twin brother a reclamist and the other an isolationist? She says, yes, Solden leads the reclamists and Tervis leads the isolationists. Interesting. Damn it. But this, is, this complicates things. Delman turns to Ren and says, What's her name? What's the lady that they're talking to? Meta. Should we talk to Meta about why we're here? Uh, <laughs> in small doses, if any. Ren says, you see, You're saying all this out loud. Coleman definitely does. Yeah. That's yeah. Ren uh, says, You know, with, with our friend being dead and all. Ren says, At this time, uh, we have dealt <laughs> says, at this time I think that we've dealt with the death of our friend as much as we can and perhaps we should focus on yeah. uh, Let's helping, just focus on helping these people for the time being. Mm. Whereas, okay, when I says 
we may ask for your help in return for this favor, though. She says, what is it that you seek? Information regarding the throne of Omanon. Jesus Christ. Well, if we can't, we're we're about to go, like, be a little, like, mini hit squad, and it's like, well, I mean, I guess we can't tell. Just Lincoln Christ. Lincoln Mary. Fine, fine. Let's see what she says. She says, she says, that is a high request. Ren says, okay, hold on, hold on. She says, you seek to learn our deepest secrets? Not learn. Or not learn. To protect. Protect. Ren says. We'd be in danger. Ren Ren stops everyone and says, look. Is it fiery? We don't need to worry about that for right now. Is it if you fiery? want us to go and help you, we're at least going to need sponsorship in the city. For True. no one will talk to us without it. You know, that's a really good point. She says, I'm interested in what you mean about the throne. Well, let's talk about that after. She says, what do you of, know? Um... Goldman says, they have spent S- some time in S- Skyclave during these events. She says, yes, yes, the fall of Skyclave. Uh, the reclamists won't let us forget it. He kind of is looking around, because you guys have told so many fucking stories about what happened. <laughs> He's like, do you, you, you kind of give, you give him a signal, or do you? Yeah, not? she does. She's like, please be quiet. He gives like the, kind of, mm-hmm. he's quiet again. Brennan says, one moment. It's going to pull the group away <laughs> so we can stop looking like don't next man. Prince says, "No more talking about the." She won't snap. What we what we are here to do is in the best interest of Deep Masco. That's true. And, and I'm assuming I'm not saying how keeping this secret helps us. No, I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm saying like I I don't think like why are you saying we should keep it secret and not tell anyone? Unless she's one of Arath's people, yeah. or unless. The Wrath doesn't know that we're here, and now all of a sudden there's she's one of the Wrath's people, then we're fucked anyway. Yeah, we can always assume that if someone we're talking to is one of the Wrath's people, or we can walk up and say, "Hey, guess what? Your your throne is fucked, and we're here to save it." And they're like, "Fuck off, chap!" Because we can handle our business ourselves. Yeah, I want to do a full intervention. Well, actually, try it. Other than we're going to sneak in past your royal guards and kill them ourselves, and then fix it anyway. We never said we were going to kill all the royal guards, but at least if we help them out a little bit, maybe they'll be more inclined to listen to us. This is awesome. And Cold is just like. <laughs> like we're not. I don't say we do a full information dump. We're not going to initiate into our little order and like Rent have says, hang out the portal. But we need to give some information and say, listen, we know you guys are in trouble. They they know they're in trouble. They know there's bad stuff going on. We can say we know, and we're here to help. We honestly are. That's no like bluff thing. for once. Like we're actually here to help these guys yeah. because if they're doing well, then we're doing well. If we can protect them from a wrath, then it hasn't happened this whole campaign. So I'm not saying like we take the whole thing and say, "Hey, by the way, the guy who's screwing over your your like throne, well, he's also trying to end the world." This whole thing, but we can say, "Listen, we're after this guy." We're after person. Just turn, turn. She tries to turn Brandis so that he's talking at Meta. Like you're Um, saying all the right things. Say it to her. Brandis says she's with you. We we are seeking to stop a man that we fear. Um, has done or plans to do great harm to your beautiful city. It's a beautiful city. And it is beautiful. We suspect he's already had some hand in the tragedies that have fallen high in Mascar. Involving the portal closing, and he might be seeking or has already obtained some power from the crown of the throne of Omanon. She says, uh, 
She says, what... Well, that is disturbing. I'm not sure I understand. This is disturbing what it seems that you're telling me. Uh, explain. Um. Has anyone checked it recently? She you're, says, checked what? The throne, if you have it here. Does it... We don't really know much about what it is or even where it is. She says, you do not know much of this artifact that you speak about, do you? No, not very much at all. She says, the location of the uh, Mascarcana is not something that is known to many, if at all, even to our own people. Uh, Have you heard of the name of a wrath? She She looks and says, no. Uh, he started an academy, and we feel he's had some nefarious things. When we last saw him, he claimed he had power that he drew from the throne of Almanond. says, he is responsible for the fall of Skyclay. She says, this is disturbing news. I mean, you have to take our word on it, but it may be something worth investigating. Yes, let us earn your trust, but you must, um, you must give us some information, yes. But he, please heed our warning and um, help us in our pursuit of the man who. She's, uh, she thinks on this a moment and she says, I think it best that you not mention this to anyone else. Right, guys. Okay. That's easier. This is. Yes. She says, If what you are saying is true, which I will have to attempt to verify myself. Uh, it could m- further the issues we are having if one side blames the other. Uh, it could be very bad. It could destabilize this entire city. Says, Tell no one. Says, and yes, and you must realize we're going out on quite a limb just telling you. Your royal, your, your eminence. Eminence, your, your illustriousness. Your, yes. Brennus just bows. Without saying all this. Is there a protocol for what we should refer to you as? Uh, Princess? Different she's, cities always have different. She says you can call me Meta. Meta is then. Your Metaness. Your Metaness. Ren suddenly really wants to write her a letter that says, To Meta. Like, <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> Don't say the light. We get it. We get it. <laughs> It's my humor, I'll do it. Catch off right there. And when you feel bad for you, say... With that said, how can we help you? (laughs) She says, I would like to give you authorization to investigate the death. Ooh. And by that, you mean sponsorship. She says, I will sponsor you. Ren immediately holds out his right hand. Right hand, not left hand. Uh, what will be involved in this investigation, and will it be a public investigation, or will this be private? Do we have to be inspectors? Do she we says, get it will be known, it will make some people unhappy to have outsiders. You will have to prepare for a fair amount of resistance. Pissiness. Physical Don't resistance, worry. or just... Spiritual resistance? Verbal resistance, or social resistance. She I says, guess, are we using the, the tongue or the sword? She says, you should all, uh, she says, if I do this thing, and she looks at Ren's symbol, which is shoved into her face, <laughs> she, she says, she says you better not draw that sword unless it is absolutely necessary. Fine. I'm all Brennan for says, uh, what sword? She says, what? you have brought this information to me about the, uh, <coughs> about the throne, and I appreciate it. She says, 
You've definitely come to the right person. Either of my brothers, I fear, would try to use it to further their own political agenda. She says, I prefer to consider myself a seeker of the truth. Let me ask you something. Do you suspect one over the other? She says, I have my suspicions. It could be either. We just need to know who. Insight check? Would that be okay? Yep. A 31? Uh, Roar gets the impression that, um, she gets the impression that, that she's being, um, she's being mostly genuine, but, uh, but there's definitely potentially some ulterior motive here, uh, with the whole thing. Just come to, uh, be all too common with royalty and, uh, mm-hmm. And that sort of thing, but uh, it's a, it's more complex than that. it is clear that she uh, really does want you to uh, to investigate this thing. Okay, royalty. So, how do we do this thing? Hmm? Do I just put my hand? Do a jig? Drink some blood? She, she says. I have the power to sponsor you, and it will render your weapons useful once again, as well as your magic, so that you can use it to investigate this. But that must be what you spend your time doing. Fine. She says, I will, uh, your documents will clearly state what your new purpose is here in town. I believe you are finished with your original business. Mm, Yep. It was somewhat inconclusive, but it's as far along as it will go. She says, yes, and those with authority will question what you are doing, and if you are uh, not performing actions to further that goal, then it could be a problem. Right. This isn't or reflect on me. I can withdraw my my sponsorship at any time. Ren asks, You check with me uh, before you do anything. Ren asks just how much authority they are granted in the city. Yeah. Can we arrest anyone? I mean, like, are we above the guards, but below the... She says, absolutely not. Who can we boss around? You have authority to investigate the... Uh, this The um, the scene of the crime, which is currently in stasis. <gasps> she says, but you report anything you find in me. You take no action on your own. Okay. Okay. You may talk, but you may not... Uh, you may talk to people, but you may not... Um, investigate, but don't act on it. Exactly. Precisely. Because we're on the same page. Clearly. Investigators. Okay. Authorized. 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 Or it looks like Colban goes, Authorized. Says, don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't about. matter. Because <laughs> she's trying to get him to do it. Like, this is a thing we do. Just do it. This is a thing we do. Author- authorized. Now wear this great paint. We'll Stop put some lines on you. Me to do things. And the investigation will begin next week.